Ladies and gentlemen, may I present for your intellectual and philosophical pleasure Run Fast on Raw Dog Product. Sirius XM Comedy Hits Channel 99 It's the Ron and Fez Show on a Thursday. Oh, we're going to start the show off right away with two of my favorite people uh, who've ever come in and done this show. Robert Kelly is here with us. What's up? And Rich Voss is here with us. Big, big show on Tuesday. Uh, the podcast, My Wife Hates Me. Uh, will be done live at the Village Underground. Voss uh, and Bonnie are going to be there. Hopefully for not the last time ever. Hopefully you two can save this marriage. Well, it, it's it's so up and down, so crazy. Two nights ago, major, major fight. Major. Major fight. I mean, it, crying, fighting, you know, and... I'm stressed out. I get she off made the you road. Cry? I get off the road. Uh, that was kind of funny. I get off the road, uh, and he'll get better. And you know, <laughs> then I start doing my taxes, and I'm booking flights, and I'm doing book. I'm doing everything. You're doing everything. I'm doing everything, and she's doing everything in the house. And she's almost like a hostage because of the kid. She wants to be a writer. We can't move to New York or L.A. We don't have the... You can't just get up and move to New York. You can't sell your house. You'll lose a fortune. You can't move to New York unless you have a million dollars. So she's stuck out there. I'm on the road. I get back. I got to do flights, rental cars, taxes, uh, trying to sell our movie. And I'm a, and then we just blew up. Total fight. Then we chill out, watch TV. And then the next night we have sex. So it's like... It, it it's one second you're here and next second you're down there. Yeah, you know it's I, I don't know it's it's like oil and it's like oil and vinegar. But then again, oil, oil and water, oil and vinegar. Yeah, oil and together. vinegar is a nice that's salad a, dressing. That's a oh. great salad dressing. You fucking <laughs> dumb dumb. If you get together like <laughs> seriously, if you get together you, like oil and vinegar, we're we're yeah, set. Yeah, we're we don't have anything else to worry about. That's what I meant. You guys, you guys get yeah. together like ice cream and chocolate sauce. See, you guys didn't let me finish. <laughs> I like say, pizza and pepperoni. <laughs> you guys, I was, like rabbits and magic. <laughs> I was saying, <laughs> but I was saying the good times are like oil and vinegar. You didn't let me finish. Yeah, and the bad times are like oil and water. <laughs> right. See, that's the problem with comics. They don't let you finish. They make you look. They make you look crazy. No, I'm not crazy. I use another word. They make me look crazy. Make you look no. For, you well, know, anyhow. from an entertaining aspect, the problems you two work have that works, but you know, can this thing hold on? Robert, you're going to be producing this thing. I'm putting the show together. Yeah. Uh, it's under Riotcast, uh, the network. There, we're, we're, it's one of my favorite shows on the network. Um, one of. So 
One of, yeah. We yeah. got Weird Medicine isn't the other one. Yeah. Um, and I like the Davy Mack. But, um, yeah, we're going to put it together. It's going to be live, which is going to be interesting because their show is very... Uh, it starts out funny and hey and, yeah. and then all of a sudden there's a lot of screaming and but it's still funny they they always find their way back to funny <laughs> somehow which because they're both true comedians no matter what the shit is so and then we have you who's going to be the uh, special guest uh marriage counselor but now i'm this is the thing i worry about robert yeah. i if, if they break up yeah. i'm going to feel responsible this yeah it's absolutely this now yeah. Yeah. i feel like i'm catching the baby being thrown out of a burning building <laughs> no you're and then i'm going to worry about about that baby for the rest of my life. Don't mm-hmm. worry, it's going well. You're the fourth counselor. Yeah, but you know what else? Yeah, I, I mean, you're the first the real day. one. <laughs> yeah. Well, no. I'm the first who, who cares about you guys. But um, I heard Anthony say something the other day that, that if you guys ever broke up, he'd make a run. He'd make for a run Bonnie? Uh, yeah. Anthony? Yeah. Oh, Let God. me tell you something. First of all, she would look at his history. Yeah. Okay? I hope so, because then financially we'll both be set. <laughs> I, my first wife, my first wife, I was at work in a room at Trump Casino with my first wife, and Donald Trump comes walking up to us. I, hey, Mr. Trump, I'm working your comedy club. He goes, oh, that, oh, your wife is beautiful, he said. And all I could think is, please, God, steal my wife from me. If Donald Trump stole my wife, do you know how set in life I would have been? If he took my first wife, yeah. God, plus the publicity I would have got. The publicity, yeah. And yeah. everything. Oh. And the, don't forget the gigs. You'd have, like, just, you could just work the... Trump Hotel yeah. after Trump Hotel. Oh, God. God. So if Anthony makes a play for my wife, you know, go right ahead. <laughs> you are ready. Yeah. You're almost at that point where you're like, let's try something new. Yeah, you'd have to get her a lollipop, a no. backpack, and a coloring book sure. for him to be into her. But. Oh, yeah, but you know what? She's, <laughs> she's talented. She can improv. She'd have to teach her to say Goo Goo Gaga no, again. Listen, Bonnie, <laughs> bottom line is Bonnie is, is, I love Bonnie. She's my soulmate. Mm-hmm. She's my wife, though. And we fight. We don't get along. Somebody we get along, but when we can find somebody that we can both attack at the same time, that's where we really come together. <laughs> yes, that's, I'm yeah. telling you, God. When we can when, together, when we can just, you know, we find the one victim that we're both going that's after. That's the one thing I envy about you is that I, my wife, is nothing to do with show business. Doesn't own a headshot. Neither do you. Doesn't have. <laughs> she doesn't have a hope or dream. <laughs> and uh, and. She, like I'll attack somebody, and she'll be like, you know, maybe you should, you know, be she, nice. Or yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, be nice. So it's like, oh fuck! If I, I would love it if me and my wife could just trash, yeah, somebody. You know, even when oh. we're watching TV, she's like, she's so negative. It's like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> <No, laughs> right. This is the Oscars. That twat is flat chested. Oh. <laughs> she looks like a guy. We just laugh together. Like we'll watch. Yeah, just anything, ugh, and we just ugh together. But just sometimes we we don't agree. Like, and she goes, you know, she's crazy. She's from Canada. You know, she doesn't have that aggressive nature like me. Are you tired? No. Why? Because no. you're really slow drawing this whole conversation. Well, okay, I'll, t- I'll talk a little faster. If you <laughs> All want right, me to. that would be All nice. Right, I'm sorry. I'm <laughs> sorry. You. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry, <laughs> guest and producer. Uh, <laughs> but you did, you sound like you're actually with a shrink, where you're just exhausted yes. trying to save your relationship. Well, I don't know what to it, do. Well, I mean, you know, it's look, we're almost married. Nine. We've been together ten years. That's yeah. wow. that's a that's that's a long time. 
Okay, you know, we're, and you're both alpha people. You know, usually it's always better when you marry somebody who's How not. How do you know? Because I know her. We took the test. You. We took a test from Doctor Steve. I, rem- I, I remember. I heard it. And we're, but we got same whatever the test was. Yeah, you married we're yourself. Both, <laughs> we're both almost the same. I, that's an insult to Bonnie. I'm sorry. Yeah. Psychologically, it's. Um, all right, let me take some of these calls. Some people think that they can help you. But we're all going to be getting together for a podcast Jesus. at the uh, Village Underground. And thank you guys so much for asking me to this. And thanks for coming in today. I mean, yeah. you know, we just found out yesterday. But when I heard Robert Kelly's coming in, I'm like, no, my day is free. You know what I mean? <laughs> I know it's like the best possible thing that can happen to me when people come on the show that can talk. And no offense to us, but what I'm saying, when people just come in uh-huh. that want to be in a conversation. Uh, also, a lot of addicts are writing to me as we do this. Okay. They, they relate. Um, let's go first to uh, Robin in Portland. Robin in Portland, how are you? Well, let me try one more time. Go ahead, Robin. Hey, how are you guys doing? Good. I know it's none of my damn business. Oh, that was negative. What do you got? <laughs> um, hey, I can save this marriage, but it all depends on uh, the answer to one question for um, the guy and his wife. What is it? <clears throat> Does it still make you sick to think about your spouse with another person? Are you still in love with him? Which doesn't make me sick to think about myself with another person. It makes me excited no, to see my wife with another person. Uh oh. What do you mean? Uh-oh. Why is that? Uh oh. That's it. What I mean, what that's I mean just is, a sexual fantasy. Love? Are you still? Does it? Does it make you shudder to think of your wife falling in love with another guy? Yeah. No. Well, you know, here's the thing. Love is an overrated word. Uh, it, 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 it's a weird. Like you know, you love your kids. You right. do. You love your kids, but you know, love. Look at. I would not be I would not be me without her. Okay? Right. And I don't know if that's so, love or if that's I think, codependency. I think Robin has love uh, confused with jealousy. You know what I mean? Like yeah. are you well, freaked out thinking about her with another person? Not yeah, if I'm in a, not if I'm in a room. I yeah. yeah, no, I I actually have fantasies about my wife. <laughs> Taking a nice one in front of me in oh, a nice in a nice way though, not in a bad way. No, right. yeah, if you in can, a lovely way. If I don't you want can, a gun to her head. You there. Do a podcast. If, if you can orchestrate, <laughs> if you could orchestrate it and pick the guy oh, and everything. Me? If you could orchestrate it, right? And pick the guy. Okay. Is that okay. the right? Orchestrate it, not org. I can help you. Or just, help you, man. The weird thing is the same the same guys that you would pick is the same people that you used to cup crack from back in the old days. No. <laughs> Be way uptown. <laughs> no, they have to look like me. <laughs> really? <laughs> you and I, I fantasized about that. It's it's a normal fantasy, yeah. you know. Well, I mean, do you, you, do you, you don't want to jump in the guy, Robert, that you'd like to see your wife with? I don't have a reality guy, but yeah. I've had pictured the I guy. I got four yeah. of them. I have fake guys. They're always <laughs> no. a little older. Yeah. Uh-huh. Like, uh, they're almost like you know you, those guys in Vegas who are walking around by themselves. They got like a gray mustache, a okay. nice suit. You know what? It's this <laughs> sounds a, like a that Demi player. Moore movie. Um, yeah. no, 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 proposal. Yeah, yeah. No, 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 decent proposal. Mine is no, no, that no, guy. 
is, mine is that kid right there. <laughs> Shelby? Let's Shelby. Shelby. <laughs> While we're doing the show and the guys are in here, pull your shirt up. We like we like to just look at your belly while the show's going on. My guy is, does not have a lot of money. My guy's like a sax player. Okay. But like, you know, like a road musician. Doesn't make a lot, has an apartment, not really paid for. What's rent controlled. proposal? The tips in his hat? No. No, he, no, it's more of a David Sandberg. He works. He's not yeah. a street performer. Yeah. But he's but, doing a lot of session work. See, I, I, okay. He wouldn't be the documentary <laughs> yeah. about him, but yeah. he'd be talking about the guy who the documentary is yeah, about. Like yeah. that dude back there. He seems like he comes yeah. in, he lays down a track, yeah. he leaves, he's got his yeah. shit together. Yeah. But he's not marquee name. Yeah. You know what I mean? He's not going to be, you know. Yeah, he's a Sessions. He's okay. a Sessions guy. Yeah, he's a Sessions. You know, yes. and, but when you look at his resume, it's yeah. amazing. Yeah. My guy my guy starts off with his penis. Uh, that's where I start off. You know, not just about seven inches. Not too, you know, nice. And Is this for you or Bonnie? For her. Yeah. Okay. I didn't know where he's going. Here's the thing, though. In reality, <laughs> Corelli has a great... Pete Corelli, he's fucking... Yeah. He has a great bit about that, where you have these fantasies about your girl doing some shit in a dream, but then you wake up and you're like... You just, she's like, what's wrong with you? You fucking bitch. Uh -oh. You whore. Like, I've woken right. up mad yeah. at my wife because she was a slut in my dreams. Well, I... I, I'm not saying it's not about me, but I used to do a bit where role playing, you know, it's a problem when you start getting jealous of the, of the roles of, of the character. Like the next night, she goes, "Well, where's Frank? Oh, are you seeing Frank on the side? You know, like yeah, yeah. You're, you're doing role." So, sex, sex, just a fine line like alcohol between fantasy and reality. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Once you make it reality, can you handle the reality? Fantasy is great, you know. Uh, to talk about weird stuff, why this? You know, my wife tells me stories about her college professor. I don't even know if they're true, but they're the most exciting stories on the planet. What? You know, it's what the happened? same one story. What happened? He put the plant in front of the door so no one could see, and uh -huh. you know, what and plant? then uh, uh, the, the standing plant, and no one could see through the wind. And she tells me some weird story. I don't even think it's true, but it's the most exciting story you'll ever well, hear. So you, you like hearing about. Sex she's had in the past. No, not no, like something like with a with a story with with a story with a college professor and she's uh -huh. a student. Yeah, but you not her, true. not her banging some comic at some B room, sucking <laughs> <laughs> dick in Toronto. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to so, hear about that. <laughs> so we were doing a one nighter in Valdosta, Georgia. <laughs> okay, we were driving to the next gig. <laughs> we, we ran out of gas in Moose Jaw on this one nighter. Okay, <laughs> we, we're, we're going to go to the. <laughs> we were co-headlining. <laughs> we're we're going to go to the Man Mu Bass Museum oh. in Alabama. My Wife Hates Me is the podcast. You're going to be doing it live this Tuesday. Uh, you can get tickets at ComedyCellar.com, uh, The Village Underground. And I've said this before, Robert, I don't know whether you agree with me. I find Voss to be hysterical, Bonnie to be hysterical, but put them together and something gets amped up. Something... It's, it's crazy. It's crazy. You, I, I love that you'll hate it. You'll love You go through more. You, it's just as one emotion when you see them together. You go through more than one emotion because you'll be like, what the fuck? Right. And then you'll be laughing your ass off. It's crazy. Their relationship should be studied. It really should. Because <laughs> I have a, I have a, I would quote unquote normal relationship. I fight. Mm -hmm. I fought with her last night. We have a newborn. It's a fucking nightmare. But their fights. 
her like guy on guy fight, mm-hmm. but then she's a woman, and then she'll cry, and you're like, oh my god, but yeah, you just hurt a girl's but, feelings. But then you'll hear him cackling, <laughs> and it's like this fucking asshole is just a savage. Well, because he knows it's good for the show, so he's like, we're doing it. Look at you destroyed. But it's almost like he's, you know, how people have to stop and look at a, a car wreck sometimes. But what if when you saw the car wreck, then two people in the car started stabbing each other? Yeah. That's that's how sometimes this podcast can get. But Bonnie's Bonnie's really fast, <laughs> and she's really vicious. She's really like I sometimes I feel bad for Voss because mm-hmm. she's real fucking funny and vicious. Yeah. You know what I mean? She's very funny. That's why I like her. You you oh. actually that's one of your favorite things about her. She's she's so quick. She's. She's brilliant. Yeah, she, she really, is. I mean, her writing, her directing, everything about her. She's right, you know. Except her. Listen, her choices in men. Here's her, <laughs> yeah, but we, we didn't see that coming like you around the corner. Uh, <laughs> she made a board I game. I fucking hit it pretty well. <laughs> she made a board game with my daughter. We played the other night, me and my three kids. They made the board game. And I'm sitting there going, you, you couldn't have made this without going on the internet. It was a real board game. Her and my six-year-old put together. I'm going, how did you figure this out and make a real board game with cards and how to do it? She goes, I write books and movies. A board game is nothing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it takes me a month to come up with a new joke. And this, she's throwing goddamn <laughs> movies together. You know what I mean? It's, it's insane, her brilliance, you know? But she has no comment. I mean, she's, you know... She's not street or anything yeah. like that. I mean, she's, you know... My favorite part is when she won't let you talk... And she keeps just stepping on you. And you keep getting mad. And you you just relentless. You won't give up. You just keep going and keep going. And then she'll leave the room and then you'll finish your dumb, whatever the fucking dumb thing you were saying. (laughs) Just, yeah, you guys should be studied. (laughs) And also, I think when you guys do this in front of a crowd, it amps it up. You know what I mean? Because I remember we did the Unmatched show. Oh, that was great. Uh, And you guys were just... Okay, there's some blood on the floor. Let's, you know, what I mean, it's like wrestling, where it's like, okay, now I'm going to climb the ladder and come down because you guys were, I think, getting amped up by the reactions that you were getting. Well, it's always, I mean, as a comic too, when you get reaction, it mm-hmm. adds fuel to the, you know, right? And 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 that was fire. great. It was great. I mean, because you know how to carry, and you're perfect at at running things and carrying it and mm-hmm. moving it along and adding funny lines. And the whole thing just worked perfectly when we did that. Uh, your, the Unmasked show, yeah. The Unmasked show. It was one of my favorites that you've ever done. But for people that haven't heard this, let's play that clip where it... Do we have it in front of us, Fez? Or no, we don't have it in front of us. This have... machine is down today. All right. Because it was the one where Voss was telling a, a painful story about his his past. We can't get to it at all. You got it, Chubb? Yeah, I got it here. Okay. You know what I'm talking about, right, Shelby? Yeah, I have it right here. What are you talking about? His lips? This was yeah, I was he's trying, trying to make him panic. Yeah, he's, he's the cutest youngest twin. He uh, really right. is, and yet he can't find anyone. He doesn't. He doesn't have a girlfriend. He does. No, he doesn't have a girlfriend, and hasn't since he's come to New York. I guarantee, if he was gay, they'd swoop him up in a second. Yeah. Wait, yeah. what do you mean if <laughs> the he is sweeter than sweet? Yeah, yeah. He he is. His eyes are magical. But this Spanish girl in there, I would punch my oh, wife yeah. in the cheek for. Bring bring Nor- send Nor- Nor- to. I know right. she's small. How old is she? She's seven now. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I right, Shelby, see if you can play seven. this for us. Here's the deal. I was raised by just my mom, who I realized had a tough. You know, you don't know it now, but right. she's raising three kids on her own. But when you have a mom that's. <laughs> 
Over. Why don't you tell some of your farm stories? <laughs> farm Here, stories. This is boss yeah. at his most vulnerable. <laughs> and I've never heard of a wife in history to go to. It's, it's it's so she's so just yeah. and that's what a guy yeah. your wife should have compassion right. in her brain she should right. think that she should never verbalize that in front of an audience for a laugh it's, yeah i mean that's fuck that's the, uh, that's my worst nightmare yeah. that my wife gets a personality and 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 timing you know what I'm yes. we at our wedding okay at our wedding uh Okay, so everybody went up. Okay, my uh, you know, and spoke. Mm -hmm. So my father went up, and he died. You know, he died at your wedding. He he didn't bomb. He didn't kill. And then Norton went on after him and killed. And you know, this is all farmers from Canada. So Bonnie goes up, and she's she's killing. Talk, you know. (laughs) So I go up and I grab the mic and I start killing. Right, because she went up without me. We were supposed to go up together, but she ran up and took the mic and starts. So I ran up and got the mic and I start killing. Then when the couple has the first dance, our first dance is. Yeah. She whispers. She goes, "What? Why'd you take the mic? I was doing well. What? What's wrong with you? I swear to God, that's what she said to me. This is our first dance. This is so terrible. This is just all. It's a nightmare. You're supposed to be their happiest day. She goes, I'm sharing their love. But he can never have him like one of those. Like he can. He he can never be off guard, right? And have that. Hey, honey, this is our first dance. I love you. Because she might say, "All right, I get it. You love me. Well, I'm hungry. Where's the chicken salad?" Yeah, it was like uh, Peter She's- Sellers in those Clouseau. He would come into the house and have to look around because of the, the, the Chinese fucking um, helper that he had. You have to keep your head on a swivel at all times. Well, both of us do. Yeah, right. This girl is re. re- fr- I know. Ridiculous. How old are you? 21. Have no. you ever been in a BMW? No. See, here's the thing I don't understand. She's, she's our Spanish. Intern, of course she has. And this how, wasn't hot. new, but she's been in one. This is a safe <laughs> she zone. She lived in one. This is a safe zone around her. She's okay. under our protection right. because her parents said, mm-hmm. we're going to let you go into the city mm-hmm. and do radio while you go to college, but you have to come back because... Being Hispanic, you have to come back with your virtue, right? Yeah. Where, where are you saving from? it? Where you, Here? Yeah, where do you live? In Queens. You live in Queens. Yeah. So you're going back to get your virtue in Queens. Right. But she's, okay. from the, uh, she's from the DR. The DR. Okay. Do you sing? You'd be great on American Idol. Yeah. No, Even if sing. you didn't dance. Jesus. I wish I could sing. I do dance. Do you have a, of course she does. <laughs> do, you have, um, do you have a boyfriend? No, no boyfriend. Good for what? you. Why did that just make my heart hurt? Because <laughs> I realized she's looking at me. No, it's not happening. Uh, do you like older men? Maybe. <laughs> uh, what the fuck? Are you, are you, you, like, honey, you like him with no inside passenger door handles? <laughs> <That's> <laughs> no, but like, 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 like twenty-eight. Not, huh? not past twenty-eight. Oh, oh. old to you? Tw- <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> I'm twenty-one, so twenty-eight is like. Yeah. You've never yeah. seen a green. Okay, I mean twenty-eight. <laughs> twenty-eight is an inseam. What? Twenty-eight older. Hey, mm. So 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 forties off. Yeah. Who do you think? Who's older, me or him? 
Yeah. You say I'm <laughs> first of all, Robert Kelly. Let me take my puffy coat and my hat off, and let me shave, okay? And shed. And let me dye my facial hair, and let me lose ten pounds, and let me put some cucumbers under my eyes. You know what? Yeah, we'll see him back here in August. He's really going to just be working out for the let next five months. Let me tell you something. First of all, if I was on a hit show, famous, I mean, holy shit, famous. You knew I had tons of cash. You wouldn't. You'd you'd go with me. You I'll would. go on a date with you. You'd go on a date with me. Date. You see, you're honest. Good <laughs> if, for her. If, Good if, for you. You're looking for a wealthy fellow. No, she go on a date. No, I'm not looking for a wealthy. No, you'd go on a date. You we fool around. Date. I'll go on a date. You take some mm. free dinners, some nice things. I get you a brace. What do you like? Anklets? What do you? What are the Puerto Ricans like? <laughs> like an anklet with your you initial on it. What are you Dominican? Dominican. Sorry. Yeah, you do it like the anklets. That's a that's a yes. Where's you know who asks her out all the time? Any everybody pro basketball player. Oh yeah, come in here and hand her. Of course, you know. So we got to keep a constant eye on her. Yeah, well, because her she's young, good looking, and yeah. I don't blame her parents. I have kids her age. Yeah, right. Right? My daughter's twenty one. The other one's twenty three. Wow. Right. You know, and you got to be. Are you kidding me? She's beautiful, yeah. and she comes in here amongst uh, but then you know she's a nice. room of creeps. Mm-hmm. You know, and a whole building of creeps. You know. At least she's on this show, not the other one. Right. Well, they, yeah. legally, they can't have someone like her. We couldn't even go to dinner together because I'd just overeat and she'd be like disgusted. <laughs> you know what I mean? And you have control more now. Him. Stop. Nobody's more ham. All of a sudden, he's taking bites out of her arm. Uh, now, listen, because I'm. Only 32. That's only four years older yeah. than 28. I, let me tell you how off the you are. The 21-year-old daughter. Me? He could be oh. your grandfather. If I was your dad, he would be your grandfather. Do you understand that? So he's older than you. Yeah, absolutely. Look at his face. Look at my... Look she at still the, can't believe look it. Look at the wrinkles and then look at the wrinkles. Where's wrinkles? I got wrinkles. All, all of you. What? Are you kidding me? Wrinkles? <laughs> or? Look at your forehead. That's not wrinkles. That's me going like this. It looks like somebody's homework paper. Nothing. I knew that was going to work. <laughs> Did it work? No, it you took me a lines. second. Okay. I was like, okay. The piece of paper. Now I got it. <laughs> but you know what? We're trying to save your marriage, and look what you're doing right here. Right? Yeah. I'm, I'm setting it up for true. her. I'm trying to make me her up for her. Who's her? Yeah. I mean, I'm setting her up for him. She's I, never going to go with me. She already just said that blatantly, unless I, unless I make it. If I'm, I hope I, I hope something happens. I hope something. <laughs> so does your wife. So does your wife. <laughs> yeah. Well, I hope I get some big thing in a year. I'm holding up an Emmy. I'm like, do you yeah. remember yeah. me? Oh, I'll remember I you. Yeah. Oh, I'm gonna have a nice four star hotel for you oh, around the, the corner. The big thing you hope you get, she can't give you. What's that? You no. didn't. You didn't have it. Oh God! You did a joke and you didn't have it. I did have it. You you wrote a book without an ending. <laughs> I have a uh, I have a four star hotel today. Yeah, what are you going to do? What would you do with her? Nothing, because I'm no, married. If, if you came back to the room with me, say Nothing. we had a hotel room, and we went back, we'd have to get some food, right? As a single guy, you mean? Talking to her, will you uh, bite your head out of the way? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not asking you on a date, you freaking creep. If me and you went on a date, Okay. We'd have to get some food, right? Because you're Spanish. You're going to eat some pork, maybe, right? Some pulled pork or something. Okay, yeah. Maybe some soft Spanish. She's Dominican from Dominica. I, I want to go. Oh, you're Spanish. 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 All right, Hispanic. Okay, so I'm now sorry. you're younger because you <laughs> messed up my whole thing. <laughs> yeah, I really don't. <laughs> so we go back to the room. We have a little food, right? We eat a little food, maybe watch a little TV, dim the lights a little bit so you can, I can look a little younger, right? And then, uh, and then we kiss a little, right? We start to kiss. <laughs> Stop, look at me. We kiss. <laughs> you roll over and kill her. <laughs> <laughs> <Like a> ch- <laughs> She's not a puppy, you asshole. <laughs> 
<laughs> and then we kiss a little bit, right? Good. And then we fall asleep. We take a nap because I'm tired. I've been up doing radio all day and I haven't eaten. I know the food will make me sleepy. We take a little nap and then we wake up a little bit. <laughs> and your wallet's missing. <laughs> <laughs> It was like letters to penthouses, but more like letters to the Food Network. I don't know how, how why you're trying to seduce a woman, you would bring up snacks. I had, a snack I, had, I had two meals, I think. I haven't even got our pants off. I already ate twice. Rich Voss, uh, Bob Kelly in studio with us. Everyone's going to be at the My Wife Hates Me live podcast. Yes. Coming up next Tuesday, special guest, marriage counselor Ron Bennington doing his best to help. That's next Tuesday, the 11th, 7.30 at the Village Underground. You get tickets by going to thecomedyseller.com. And we have, a, we have the gig poster. Uh, I'm trying to bring back gig posters. Yeah, like uh, the who, very the who uh, done by Coke Logic uh, of the actual show. They'll be signing them after the show, selling them before and during and after the show, and signing them after upstairs in the lounge. And so uh, there's no resentment and anger. But oh, forget it. What's negative? I don't want to. Okay. That was weird. Were you being negative there for a second and caught no, yourself? No, I just not negative. I just wanted to point something out that might not look. Uh, on the poster, a certain name's not on it because right. the posters weren't made before that name signed on. Tony's not on it. No. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's that's why he uh, yeah he's the quickest. Well, I want to hear the end of the story with you oh. and her. So we, we we she wakes up. I'm staring at her. <laughs> well, no, but not in a creepy way. Not in a creepy way. Yeah, I'm tired. Right, and then uh, so then we we kiss a little more again, right? And I, I do something with your hair. I put my hands through your hair. It doesn't get caught or anything. <laughs> Looking and for then, a cupcake. I'm going to go. You know, I'm going to go. Before we do that, before you wake up, I'm going to go wash my fingernails. I don't want to okay. Usually I have a little dirt under there because I don't really cut them that often. After the pulled pork. Yeah, yeah. yeah especially with pulled pork. I don't want any little dirt. So I wash my fingernails. I have one of those brushes, those old school fingernail brushes. And it's I romantic. Ca- and then we go back. <laughs> I come back in. I wake you up. Shh. <laughs> Time to get up. And you wake up, oh, what time is it? And it's. <laughs> goes, oh, I gotta clean two more rooms. <laughs> <laughs> then, then all of a sudden the door opens, it's your mom. <laughs> what? What? I told you, go right home after all this. And, uh. <laughs> Why? And then, and then we, we sh- I have you dance a little bit. I have a little dance. Why do you do this? Yeah. Hand her a gun, give her the option to kill herself. Show some mercy. I'm going to do it. I'm, you, you, you gave me motivation for my career. Thank you. Thank you. I'm going to actually make it. I'm going to get on a TV show. Listen to me. I'm going to get on a TV show. Come back. You understand me? I'm coming back here. I'm going to learn an instrument. I'm going to get on a TV show. I'm coming, and I'm coming, I'm coming back here. I'm taking acting class. I'm coming back. Hey, who's that good-looking guy with a tuba? <laughs> I'm coming back, and you know what? We're going on a nice secret date, me and you. <laughs> it's going to be real secret. It's going to be secret. Yeah, I'm not going to. Yeah, I'm not going to ruin my life for her. But <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm calling no. your brothers right now and having you have a brother. Oh, you have brothers? I have one brother. I'm out. I'm out. I'm out. I'm out. That's just poor to be able to see him. He's not gonna be around for. Shut up! That was a great joke. You stepped over because you don't wear your headphones. You fucking old twat. Put your headphones on. Not just one. Put them both on. 
You know what? You got you put on one headphone, and then with your glasses, you only have one side of it. <laughs> That's his thing. He's an investigator. He has to have his senses open. Fucking <laughs> asshole. No, these are two gentlemen. That's why I let I would, you come in here. I would never, ever, yeah. in a million years, do anything. I love my wife more than life itself. I would never right. cheat on my wife with you unless you would definitely, you know, you know Say go yes. all the way on the first day. <laughs> no, me and you would. I would definitely hang out with you as a friend. Like if you want, if you wanted to hang out as a friend. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like if you wanted to talk. <laughs> Uh, Two buddies. I yeah, wanna, just, you want a friend go to a twelve-step meeting? I don't want to hang out with her. You Why? kidding me? You would, because she seems like could, a really nice person. She has oh, a great sense up. of humor. Listen to me. He has no sense of humor. She, she giggles does. at your stupidity. She's scared, and you frighten her. She's not scared. Yeah, well, not scared because she's in a safe environment, but she's creeped out. Let's say creeped she's out. She's not, not creeped out at all. She look gets at it. you. Uh, you're saying, hey, go back to my room and let's and have some let's food. Have a, <laughs> have a couple let's, meals. Let's eat. And some let's soft eat. Kisses. And, <laughs> and then your mother comes in. We have. She can come in and fill the mini bar back up. That would kind of creep me out. If a grown man, a grown lady said, hey, you want to come to my room and eat? <laughs> like, and when I was at some grown lady, hey, some old lady was like, don't listen, take a nap. Listen, oh. I have some pulled pork back in my room. It was like, that story, like I would always thought like the movie Seven was fictional. But during that story, I could see how this kind of shit could happen. She's like, what's in the box? What? What's in the box? It's, it's just pig. It's a, it's a suckling pig. That's all. Don't get crazy. It's just a snack. (laughs) Oh, I know a great place we can eat. Where? I'll tell you. No, oh. what, you don't want everybody to show up. <laughs> it's, uh, <laughs> it's in the, it's in the Diamond District. It's uh, one of these uh, Orthodox places, but they have a, a shawarma and stuff. It's so good. All right, let's go. Yeah, man. Do you know the name of? Because I'm going to go there. Sometime. No, it's upstairs. It's on like forty seven. Forty seven between. And it's upstairs. They got uh, chicken shawarma because uh, I don't eat red meat. And it's so good. And they have, you know, hummus and all that stuff. And it's some Orthodox place in the Diamond District upstairs. Jeez, I want to go now. I'm what, 47. What's your favorite food, hon? Spanish food. Like what? Rice beans. Chicken. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Keep going. What are, you like pork? Yeah. But yeah. rice and beans. And Is your mother, you're not a cook? No. Oh, uh, you don't? No. Damn. Because my mom does all the cooking. See, now here's, here's my rap to her. With what? me, you'll never have to cook because we'll hire somebody. Probably yeah. her mom that she knows. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Her uncle's not going to be able to make it to, to Christmas dinner because he's over. I oh, forget it. Too wordy. Rich Voss and Bunny McFarlane are going to be at the Village Underground. My wife hates me. I live. This out. During this conversation, he starts What's to he rub can... his arms down with cream. But Ron, it's lotion. It's not the worst part of it. The cream is it's in an a, is in a, a medicine bottle. So he took cream. He didn't. You know, he doesn't understand that you can go buy cream in a smaller <laughs> container. <laughs> he not, not, not put the cream in a, 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 a something. He had to wash something out. He I didn't wash it out. This to this medicine dust in there. There was there's there's seven uh, high blood pressure pills. Okay, uh, and I pour them out. And because this lotion is uh, fragrance free. You can't get it in small bottles. Yes, you can. Not fragrance free. So fucking listen. We went to the moon. Okay, I'm holding a fucking magic machine in my hand. Okay, I I, I can call people. Yeah, take a video. make yourself disappear. <laughs> Nothing. Sorry, I had some good ones earlier. No, you don't want you two are coming off as the married couple now. That would be nice. <laughs> you could do another podcast. My friend hates me. 
<laughs> Actually, put an S at the end of that. <laughs> the My Wife Hates Me live podcast is happening at the Village Underground. Go to ComedyCellar.com for tickets. That's Tuesday, March 11th. This coming Tuesday at 7.30 p.m. Yeah, Special thanks. guest Ron Bennington. Robert Kelly's here with us. He's producing the show. Yeah, and one other thing, and don't leave Rob. This Friday, Robert Kelly will be at the Bushnell Theater in Connecticut. So if you're in that area... Uh, He's a powerhouse. And tonight, watch USA. I'm on the pilot of the new sh- series oh, yeah. called Sirens. And if, if oh, you're, is that right? Yeah. Uh, this is who produced this? Uh, Dennis Leary. Dennis Leary. And um, fuck, um, shit, I forget Rob. his name. Yeah, Rob. Um, fuck, I forget. He wrote uh, Wedding Crashers. Saturday, I'll be at Mohegan Sun. Yeah, but. you guys are busy. Busy, busy. Uh, I'm, I'm looking so forward to Tuesday, though. Did you? We're going to have three cameras shoot. What? It's going to be great. Tuesday's going to be great. The Village Underground, the reason why I love it, it's the comedy cellar, except comfortable. Right. You know, the comedy cellar I love, but it's, you know, it's fucking cramped. You, you're jammed in there. It's been there for 30 years. Mm-hmm. And this is the... Well, it, it, it shrunk in the 30 years. It, was, it doesn't matter how long it's been there. It's small. And then the new one is actually just a better room, and they, they replicated the stage. So it's uh, it seats two hundred people. The other one seats one ten maybe. So it's going to be, and we're almost. You got to get tickets now because it's selling out. But it's going to be, it's fucking awesome. We're setting the whole stage up like um, we're going to have couches uh, for you two, and you're going to have a chair. It's just going to be just like therapy. He's going to do stand up. She's doing stand up. Dan Soder is hosting. He's going to open up with san- uh, some stand up. What ten minutes, right? Yeah. And then we're doing Q and A at the end, which is fucking the. Q&A is, I, I don't know, I, I love Q&A. At a live yeah. comedy show, Q&A is always fucking hilarious. Fucking Nick Nolte was great in it. I do remember that movie. You, you <laughs> don't feel like you're alone. I remember that. The little scene Nick Nolte movie. I remember it too, but there's yeah. not funny. There's nothing well, this funny. Was, by the way, Norris, this is all before you were born. Yeah. Um, and yeah. in English. So, you know. That's why I don't know. Yeah. Have you ever used a payphone, honey? Hello? Yes, I have. Really? Yeah. Okay. I'm doing my last. All right. Well, you, he answers the phone on a show. Right. Well, that's the wife. That's not. Is that the wife? No, it's his fucking manager. I, I don't know. I don't he is an. You got to get going, Rich. No. no, he doesn't. He just doesn't. He's just an asshole. No. It, Why would you answer the phone? Because it's real important. What was it? Huh? What was it? It was my wife. It was not your wife. That was a guy's voice. She. She just got up. <laughs> Red, we moving those tickets. Listen, tell Bobby to shut the fuck up, okay? He's talking over Ron. <laughs> That's going to so this is going to be an exciting night. You guys yeah, are I'm all looking, pumped up for it. Yeah, it's going to be fun. It's going to be it's going to be a lot of fun. We're videotaping the whole night too. Yeah. I'm just so excited. My name's on the poster. It's oh, we're going to make new ones. We're going to make no, 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 no. I don't care about a poster. We're not making new ones. I don't give a shit about I'll make posters. new ones. No, we're no not making new ones. Poster. This is it's what he, nothing we. Figured it out. You ready? This is this uh, is what you we just put gloves on, and I got this little girl here. It looks <laughs> like you're the fucking Boston Strangler. The, oh, sorry. <laughs> we have your name where it says guest, uh, uh, guest uh, marriage counselor, and that's yeah. where you're going to sign. Oh, that's going to be so exciting. Say that? <laughs> so exciting. <laughs> Do you it's, like signing autographs? No, no, Why? not at all. It's very, it's a silly thing, isn't it? It's kind of an odd thing to do. Well. I don't know. I, I kind of... I sign your CD. Everybody buys my CD, wants yeah. me to sign it. Yeah, the autograph is a, is, a, is a crazy... I don't know where it came from. Like where, who? It came pre-pictures. Like, I have to prove that I was with you, and, you know, you're Abe Lincoln, so there's no way to do it. <laughs> Write your name down here. 
<laughs> that's that's how far back it goes. Really? Yeah. I think they had pictures back around Abe Lincoln. What were you going to do? Sit there for 15 minutes <laughs> while that fucking yeah. thing went? And you know wait, what that was like? They had they to wait six like, months to get yeah, it to And only a couple of people had cameras back No, they back had there. cameras back during the Flintstones even. So, I mean, they had <laughs> cameras. Six months later, a horse shows up in Kansas City. <laughs> Here's your photo. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, well, we're hey starting Charlie. To... Charlie, go ahead, buddy. I were drowning, I'd throw you a barbell. Why would I want to help you? Because you are the debt. The only thing a decent person is the ex expectation of a divine reward, then that person is a piece of shit. The hubris that takes a yank a soul out of non-existent into this meat and to force a wife in this pressure? Yeah, so my daughter, she spared me the sin of being a father. The world needs bad men. We keep other bad men from the door. That's is the Yellow King. That's is the Yellow King. Thank you very much, my friend. What the fuck was he saying? I, I don't. I don't know where I am right now. You. Uh, you have to remember. Everyone is excited because True Detective ends this Sunday. Sunday. Yeah. Is this the last one? Yeah, this is the last one. We will know who the Yellow King is. We will know who kills kids. So he was doing some dialogue out off of that series. Did you it's watch the daughter? Did you? That's what I said no, on the Twitter. I no, said it's not the goth one. It's the other wide-eyed one. Well, how would she have been able to do this before she was old enough, though? She was because she had she was a savant. Mm. She okay, had her. She was a baby. Her, her thing, yeah, was killing people. Like she was good at it at a very young age. I think uh, I think it could be the wife. No, and I also think we could never find out. They're not going to let you know. It's going to yeah. be. A, they're going to end it with with like four or five different scenarios, and you're going to go fuck. So it's going to happen. You're mm. going to go fuck at the ending. You're going to no. love the show. I guarantee no, they They can't solve it in one episode. After, no, they can't. They can't. I, in one they're episode. not going to solve it, but they're going to give you something big. They're they, not going to let... Because you won't come back... If they piss people off... They're not coming back next year. Do you think they signed on for not, more than one year? Those two? Yes. Big no. No, no. No. There's other people. They this signed next year, yeah, Next year, there's going to be two new actors in a new crime. And yeah. um, I forget. They brought up a big name... It was Denzel. Denzel Washington. Are you yeah. Possibly me? be, yeah. Because now everybody wants great to do that. idea. And yeah. it's the same director every week and the same writer, which is almost impossible for television. That never happens. Mm. And, wow. and so so I, I don't know after watching wow. the season that they can wrap this up in one episode. There's too much, you know. Why not? Yeah. Well, because huh? we haven't gotten anywhere yet. I mean, seven episodes. Yeah. I think the series just is about those guys sitting there and being weird. I mean, it's almost like you guys. Just let. Just if I aim the camera at you, right. something entertaining am, would happen. Am I, am I Matthew? They, yeah, I'm Matthew. Yeah, you're definitely. Yeah, you're good. Matthew. I want to be the one banging those hot ones. But yeah, you're the one banging the hot I ones. I want to be the one banging your wife. What <laughs> <laughs> did happen? She used. She used you. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's okay. Did you see? Did you see the? Uh, End of uh, House of Cards. Have you no, watched it? I haven't watched the season yet. No, I haven't seen it. Have you? Oh no. Are you guys out of your mind? No. Yeah, we're out of our minds. Yeah. It's it's we're fucking insane. so fucking good. I'm going to see it, you know, but it's you Did know you watch the Oscars? Yeah. Kevin Spacey came out like I'm better than you movie stars. And I'm just doing a television show. But by the way, Kevin Spacey's already won two Oscars. I know. He's big. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? But he's big. But his arrogance so it wasn't from the TV, TV show? <laughs> no. It was the, uh, <laughs> yeah. him being in the business for a long time and yeah. winning Oscars. He's won two? And, uh, yeah, he's won two. For he won for American... Um, Beauty. And then the... American one? Uh, 
American Beauty, and yeah. then the uh, the. Um, Kaiser Sosa. Kaiser Sosa, yeah. yeah. Oh, Usual suspects. suspects, yeah. No. How good was that? That was fucking good. How fucking good was that? Yeah. So I feel like I've had this conversation before. You really Well, break. you know, time is linear. You know what I mean? Like, it just, it never stops. You know what's fun about this? You guys don't try to have, like, guests in, like, the last show that are real smart, that make you look dumb. Yeah. It, it, well, uh, I mean, it's it's Dr. Neil Tyson. What are you gonna, you know, what are you gonna do about that? He's. Do you know him? Yeah. Have you, I've had him on like five times. He's, he's fucking a genius. Well, yes, it's a well-known fact that he's an astrophysicist. He fucking <laughs> runs the planetarium. He, is he said, famous? Like Rich yes. said that like we're gonna go. We, what? Really? Is he famous? You mean famous? Yes, astrophysicist is famous, a genius. Famous. He's got 1.7 million uh, Twitter followers. He was promoting a fucking television show. Cosmos that. Is a science show that is based on the most famous science show of all time, the one with uh, Carl Sagan. So when you went in there and you asked him about the fucking Bermuda Triangle, no, it was, uh, it was Triangle. It was his conclusion on the the conclusion. I, I was in the car at the time and I rolled down the window to see if I could hear America cringe. It was, everyone together actually, just wins. Actually, a fucking flock of birds died at that moment. So you're gonna have from you're gonna be able to eat birds in the hotel room yeah. now. <laughs> no, hey, we're starting to kind of peter out. Yeah, no. Well, we, we're we're wrapping up. Yeah, I know you're tired. You've had a long morning. You've starving. Been you're hungry. Tim's hungry. Are you not stretch in front of me ever sorry. again? <laughs> let's plug the podcast one last time because Robert is producing this, yeah. and of course Voss and Bonnie are going to be starring in it. It's my wife hates me. The live podcast that's happening next Tuesday, March 11th, at the Village Underground. For tickets, go to comedycellar.com. That's on Third Street in New York City. Dan Soder's also on the bill. Ron Bennington. Yes. It's the special guest trying to save this marriage. And we have the special. Po Gig posters at the front door as you're walking in, get them because uh, uh, you're going to be signing them after. It's going to be a great show. And Kelly Festuca, I want to thank her. She's been working yeah. her ass off too. Coke to Logic, her, yeah, Coke Logic the for the art crew, unbelievable. Yeah, so you're all this is exciting. This is big. It'll be fun. It's going to be big. fun. You know what it is? It's different than stand up. It's mm -hmm. it's where we get to. I I miss the days when we all used to fuck around and have fun and do other stuff. Than it's it's kind of a little different. It's a show. It's going to be a great night. So well, I'm looking forward to it. And I'll see you guys there yes. Tuesday night. Yeah, I'm not going. You're not going to be there? <laughs> no, I'm not going to this fire. I got way better. I think I'm going to stay home and watch American at? Idol. But <laughs> you guys have fun. Yeah. <laughs> I taped it last week. I'm a week behind. All right, I'll see you guys there. Thank Thanks, you for buddy. having us. Sorry we got tired. Ron and Fez on Raw Dog. Raw Dog. Serious XM. Comedy. Hits. Channel 99. Listen to Ron and Fez whenever you want. Go to SiriusXM.com slash on demand. Hey, comedy fans, what's up? It's Jeffrey Gurian here for Ron and Fez on Sirius XM Radio on the Raw Dog Channel, Channel 99, bringing you the 411 on what's going on in the comedy scene in New York and L.A. So Nick Kroll and Paul Provenza like to say I know everyone in comedy, and I don't even know if that's true or not. But I'm going to be doing my best to bring you what's hot in comedy, who's at what club, who got what show, and anything cool that's going down in the comedy world. Inside Tip, the exclusive Friars Club in New York City, is starting back up with its Friars comedy series every Tuesday night. 
This week, Harrison Greenbaum, Kurt Metzger, Mike Vecchione, Sherrod Small, and Corey Kahaney. Try and beg a fryer to take you to this exclusive members-only club. Thursday night at Gotham, you can see Mark Curry from Hanging with Mr. Cooper, who's in from L.A. hosting Access TV's Gotham Comedy Live. And the producers tell me their upcoming hosts will be Steve Sharippa, Tommy Davidson, and Louie Anderson. And this weekend, it's Adam Ferrara, host of Top Gear, who you know from Rescue Me and The Job, who's also in from L.A. to headline at Gotham all weekend. At Noam Dwarman's Comedy Cellar, there are shows in both clubs, the cellar on McDougal Street and around the corner at their new room, The Village Underground. You'll see Todd Barry, Phil Hanley, and Godfrey, one of the only comics I know from Nigeria, except for Gina Yashere. And when he does that African accent, the audience falls down. Then at the stand, you'll catch Rachel Feinstein, who just was my guest this week on Ron and Fez, and who just tipped me off that she's taping a new Comedy Central half-hour special in Boston on March 26th. You'll see her with Nikki Glazer, Jessica Kirsten, Dan Soder, and a special fundraiser for Liza Dye, the young comic who was badly hurt when she fell on the subway tracks and got hit by a train. Crazy, her last name's Dye, and so thankful that she didn't. Finally, at Stand Up New York, you'll see Andrew Schultz, Nikki Glazer, Sabrina Jalice, who just got picked up for the new Last Comic Standing. I first met Sabrina when she was the warm-up comic for Nikki Glazer's The Nikki and Sarah Show, and she, you could also see her on Amy Poehler's Broad City. Anyway, that's it for me. This has been Jeffrey Gurian for Ron and Fez, reminding you, you may forget a lot of things, but never forget that comedy matters. Follow me on Twitter at Jeffrey Gurian and on ComedyMattersTV.com for interviews with all your favorite stars. Shout out to Nick Kroll. That's my two minutes. I'm out. And now, ladies and gentlemen, Ron and Fez on Raw Dog, Sirius XM, Comedy Hits, Channel 99. The Ron and Fez Show, and coming back on our program with us today, Seth Herzog. How you doing, my man? Doing very well. I'm so psyched to be here. You know, it's good to have... I was actually just thinking about you today, because you've been doing shows for Nat uh, Geo. Yeah. And then we had Neil deGrasse Tyson hanging around today. Oh, yeah? Who seems to be being doing pretty well with this science thing. <laughs> it's starting to come together. It was a him. hobby for him, and now yeah. I think it's turning into something. Yeah. <laughs> he is fun because he can make you feel smart. You know what I mean? Like yes. Some, some smart people make you feel dumb, but he right. makes everybody feel good. No, no, it. no. He wants everyone to share in his knowledge. I did uh, bowling with him mm-hmm. for um, the Nerdist show. They had uh, Nerdist versus the um, late night bowling. And I was uh, actually on the um, 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 the other team, the Nerdist team, because I do a, a, a web show for them. But um, it was fun. It was fun hanging out with him and bowling and talking about science and 
he's a really neat guy. Like he knows a lot. Well, he'll talk about science, but then he'll mm-hmm. name drop some fucking band from the seventies. Ah, that ah, always ah, cracks ah, me up. Or we'll throw a, a lyric in. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's yeah. Like, well, it's funny because we're talking about uh, space. Because um, I was hanging out with Bread the other day, <laughs> and man, when they need it, they want it. Yeah, they do. <laughs> they can bring it, but not too hard. Bread is. I I do like a band that will say to themselves. We're going to play rock, but it's going to be soft. <laughs> the softest rock. The softest but rock. But at the time in the 70s, have. that was rock. Yeah. That was rock. Like, you didn't have to say this is soft rock. It's like, this is rock. And then they all sat on stools and played. Like, that's what it was. Well, you know, you had that you know. Laurel Canyon scene. Yeah. So they didn't really plug in too much. And yet, that also became radio hits, like top 40 fucking yeah. hits. Yeah, like Terry Jacks. Yes. How could that even happen? How could, right? Like, everything was like songs to cut yourself to. Yeah. That was the whole decade of rock. And people were just like cruising in their cars. And, you know, they. I think it was like pre-gas crisis. You know? Yeah, it was so, just as that was coming down. It was ending and we went into something else. But they had a nice singer-songwriter fucking thing that lasted like seven, eight years. Yeah. That you could be... Pretty it was mellow. Like Post Vietnam War, yeah. before the gas uh, crisis, there was like a chill area of yeah. like four or five years where um, everyone was just feeling groovy. Everybody was laid back, and it was the invention of the jeans with the suit jacket. And that's when they, you know what I mean? Uh, uh, that, that's when people actually were able right. to say, yeah, you're you know right. what? I can wear this to the wedding. I don't have yeah. to overly get yeah. dressed up. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's, that's funny. <laughs> I wonder if you could pinpoint the day the first guy wore jeans with a suit. I I think I've got it down to two people. Yeah. One is Lorne Michaels. Oh, I believe if you look back at early Saturday Night Live uh, pictures, you'll see there's a picture actually, Fez, at Elaine's in the kitchen. I know the exact picture you're talking about. In the kitchen. They were talking about this picture with one of the people in it on a talk show. I forgot well, who it was. was, yeah. Belushi was in it. Yes. Chevy was in it. Yes, and Aykroyd. And Aykroyd. Yeah, yeah. And Lauren. Yeah, and Lauren. Right. And Lauren was... And bring that rock down for me a little bit so I don't have to keep hearing it. Thank you. Uh, when we move on. But then the other person, Jeff Beck, uh-huh. and I believe it was the Blow by Blow album cover, but I remember seeing him on stage with that look and I thought very impressive <laughs> and then you know what I mean it like, blew people's minds yeah, you've done something yeah. and I mean I really think that we had to go to the tuxedo t-shirt before <laughs> before you had to pull back like how casual can we get this yeah. how far can we go yeah and then finally like Robin Williams tried to make suspenders work for people uh. you know <laughs> wacky suspenders yeah wacky suspenders I wonder if he hadn't gone so wacky with the suspenders, um, we still be all be wearing them. But what's funny is that he wore, <laughs> he wore wacky suspenders as if that's what an alien would would would, would <laughs> yeah, wear. Yeah, he's like, well, if an alien came to Earth, what would he wear? <laughs> These awesome suspenders. They wouldn't have belts. We know <laughs> we, that we, much. Yeah. There they would be know. no belts. I know. They would be attracted to brightly colored, stretchy things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was as if like any alien would dress just like a, 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 an over the top club comic from 1982. <laughs> well, yeah, that is you know the the fly that thing would they would be. They're gay now too, right? They wear oh, rainbow. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You see those at the Pride March every July, every oh, I, June. I, I they wear those. That. They wear the the yeah. the rainbow suspenders. Anything and that's rainbow. It. Rainbow suspenders. On little a gold thong. Yeah, and yeah. that's that's it. That's sort of the uniform. 
Is there <laughs> is that a thing? If someone's wearing a rainbow, is that kind of a? Yeah, now it's totally been co-opted by gays and lesbians, yes. transgender, bisexuals. Yes. Yeah, the rainbow just means gay now. And did it come yeah. from Wizard of Oz? Yeah. All yeah. right, good. Oh, is that where it came yeah, from? Yeah, now I just had that thought now, and I'm thinking... It was actually, Yeah, it was actually a bigger rainbow at one point when the gays were incorporating it into a flag, and right. they just thought... They thought there were so many people under their umbrella. Right. Gays, lesbians... It, it hit every color of the rainbow. ...needed a, a color. Right. They should have just gone with an umbrella instead of a flag at all. Right. Yeah, I don't... <laughs> but then it would be like Travo's insurance would get upset... Yeah, because they had they they have an umbrella. Has any country ever tried to get out instead of set, instead of uh, having a flag done something else? Like that would be really you know, and say like no, our country we're not represented by a flag but a lunchbox, and they just put it up <laughs> on a fucking pole and say look, we're a little it's different. It's not a flag; it's yeah. a physical yeah. lunch we're a little box, different, yeah. Luxembourg. Yeah. You know, we do Lunch, Luncheonberg. Yeah, Luncheonberg. You just <laughs> throw it out there. We do things a little differently. I would love this that. This is what we make here in this country, so it's yeah. our emblem. Yeah, yeah, and it's just like a rock, like a piece of mineral. <laughs> I am shocked how many people don't put much thought into their flag. We did. We put uh, a lot of thought, thought into it, right? We put a lot of thought into our flag. It's very representative. I think Brazil has maybe even a better flag than us because it looks like it's the, uh, like from another planet. There's, you know, it's just gigantic. But then you look at some people, and they're just like... Colors. Yeah, just red, white, green. That's right. us. Like, yeah. what's the difference between, like, the Irish flag and the Italian flag are almost the exact same. You got, I think, tilt it, right? I yeah, think. and the French flag's the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. And you think, I mean, we know marketing, we know branding by now. Jump on to something. Right? At least put, like, like an emblem in the middle so we know that you're different. Like, like the French flag could have, like, a cigarette in someone's eye. Mm-hmm. Like, something really subtle. Yeah, I would, love that. Yeah, I would love that. Or the Irish could have just, like, someone, like, passed out on the, the in their curb. their own puke. In their own puke. Just, yeah. You know, or they're, they're like that old fighting Irish <laughs> character with his dukes up. Just take the Notre Dame flag. No, no, Notre Dame flag, exactly. Now, I will say this... State flags get too busy. Oh. There is too much shit on a state flag. Totally. Unless you're Texas, which is just a star. Right? And or that's three a great, stars? No, that? it's the Lone Star. The, the, the Lone Star, right? Not the three star. <laughs> Am I thinking of what state? Or Puerto Rico, maybe? <laughs> I think the Texas flag and the Puerto Rican flag are the exact same, except one has one star and one has three. All right, let's, uh, let's look up the Puerto Rican flag. <laughs> I know Puerto. I thought Puerto Rico used stripes. Maybe, too, like t- us. maybe it's Tennessee. Maybe it's Tennessee and Texas. They're very similar. It's something but like that. The uh, a lot of states, they, their flags look like an emblem on a fucking smoking jacket. Yeah. It's just like more <laughs> totally. Okay, look, this Puerto Rican flag right. is pretty fucking cool. Yeah, yeah. They're they're trying too too hard. Sometimes some some state flags like the, oh, the yeah. New York state flag is like enough. We get it. You think you're important, right. Excelsior. You know. So that's Texas. I see. I didn't. Even and that's know. Puerto Rico. All right, that's yeah. pretty close. Let's pretty, see Texas pretty close. again. Yeah. That's te- uh, Texas flag looks like a jeans uh, emblem. You know what I mean? Like, it's a fucking logo more than yes. anything else. Yes. And then yes. let's see Puerto Rico's. That's that's pretty fucking cool. Yeah, I, that's right. They're very similar. So sometimes Puerto Rico's actually looks more American than right. Texas's does. That looks like a Captain America cape or something. Yeah, it looks like um, 
of like if a very simple child like said, "Hey, can you draw the American flag?" This is what they you, would do. When you say, you say the special needs, a child? special needs child, <laughs> yes. very special. Yes. Like, okay, that's pretty if good. Some, or if someone has I, if seen the American flag once for one second, you said, Re- "Recreate the flag." <laughs> this is what they would do. Come on, special needs child. Now this thing, I think it looks like an envelope. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, oh, yeah. there's the flap. In fact, why don't they make envelopes that look that look look like that? That's I, what I would be I'd doing if I was running San Juan right now. Right, I'd be like, dudes, I know we can do something big. Yeah, I don't use a lot of envelopes, but if I did, if I ever get a letter yeah. from Puerto Rico and it doesn't look like that, I'll be very angry. Now the the Texas flag take us back to that, yeah. Fez. The red, it's the wrong color red. And by the oh, way, yeah. this well, was a flag before the American, or about the same time as the first American flag, right? This was yeah. when they were a country. I mean, in this, this is a really rosy red. Yeah, Yeah. the different pictures are very red. The other main picture is more of a mauve. Is that what that (laughs) color is? That's a mauve. I didn't know that color. (laughs) Yeah, or a fuchsia. Um, I would also, if I had to, I would uh, say that we've got to, to lock it in so everybody's got the same color. In our flags, I'd arrest people if they did not do the the colors exactly the same way. Now, you mean my, like like the shades of red? Yeah, the shades of reds can't fuck up. Now my family has a flag. Look at the Bennington flag um, of the of the school. Well, how do you spell that? You don't know how to spell my last name? No, it's one of the early American flags. Oh, and uh, that's a famous. That's a great flag. The yeah. seventy six flag. Yeah. And it looks like it's a frowny face. It is. That was, that's the way they wanted to do it. Like, we're not happy. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? We're they not clearly happy. were like, we're a new country and not happy about it. Um, we but miss daddy. <laughs> the best flag of all time, the don't tread on me. Oh, yeah. This With the snakes, flag, right? Yeah, but go and look at the snake um, because you'd have to look close enough to see... That the snake is kind of separated in places, like it's fucking cut. Is that the one fez that's cut oh, a little bit? Um, I think that, or it's a state flag. Is it Vermont state flag? Or? Yeah, it's something divided. Okay, yeah. Oh, divided we uh, fall, united we stand. Wasn't that a song? Join or die. Join or die? What? Oh, it's I, the join or die flag. I or think unite that was or die. Get out the vote campaign. <laughs> join or die, or unite or die, and it's a segmented. Snake. I mean, Join or Die to me is a, is a fucking death metal album. <laughs> yeah. yeah I, had to. <laughs> I remember when I was in Join or Die for like six months. <laughs> God, that was a fun time on the, on the road. Sure. Oof. My um, ears have never. <laughs> all right, uh, CJ in Texas. CJ. Yeah, I was going to say, I think it's the Chilean flag is like exactly like the Texas flag. Like a hundred percent. Oh, really? Well, they just I, straight up stole it. I think so. Well, I don't know who stole what, but there's wherever yeah. the miners got caught underground. There's like twenty three or thirty of them, something like that. I remember seeing it on the news. This I, fun, I had no idea. This it's almost exactly the same. It's slightly different. It's real close. I yes. think it's close yeah. enough to sue. You know what <laughs> oh, I mean? Yeah. If you did a Coke logo, that uh, Coca-Cola right. logo that close to it, they'd be on you. <laughs> who would sue who? Would Chile sue Texas? <laughs> well, we don't Texas? know who was first, right? right? No, I don't know. I mean, to me, I'm going to side with Texas because that's just... Because <laughs> you you're American. I mean? Yeah. Um, it would be funny if someone <laughs> filed mm-hmm. suit. Oh, God, I'd laugh. 
I love that you remember that from the Ch- uh, Chilean m- miner incident. That's still been in his head from the last five years. And the yeah. the great thing about the Chilean miners is that they were all under eighteen. That's true. Thank you God, know? or else it wouldn't have, wouldn't have worked. Yeah. They, and they weren't actually mining. They were looking at playboys. <laughs> yeah, because they, the, were the they, they were too young. They didn't want to get young. caught. Yeah. They did not want to be caught. <laughs> they found some old playboys from nineteen fifty six in a hole. Um, they got stuck. Here's, uh, <laughs> by the way, when we would have any kind of magazines like that, me and my friends, if you stole it from your parents, and see, because the kids with the internet, they don't understand this, but if any of us had a magazine, we would immediately start a club and build a <laughs> fort in the woods to protect <laughs> those magazines. I know, exactly right. It was a right? big deal. You would, you would, construction would uh, happen. You would build yes. a fort, like a, like a, a house, a clubhouse. Yes, we would. Steel lumber from the newer neighborhood that right. was being built, right. and then say this is important. We have yeah. these books. Um, it's like a new religion. Yes, we found these ancient, important, sacred, like uh, documents, and we need to house them in an altar. And that's something children will never know now because no. they just click on. No, it's true. They've got boobs in their pockets. Yeah. There's no mystery for them. I no remember mystery. finding a stack of Playboys behind a mall. There was a mall, and there was like, this weird field behind the parking lot. And a friend of mine was like, I found something. And it was just like, literally, someone had dumped a whole bunch of old porn. Why did that happen, too? Because we've found stacks of it as well next People, to the road. Who, who, who in like the 70s and 80s was dumping their porn in giant chunks and fields? <laughs> As if and, it's, and if it's like the porn fair, he was like, one day kids will find this. And they left little chunks around the country. They had to feel good about it, thinking, all right, some eight, nine, ten-year-olds will find this, and yeah. it will just make their day. We, we yeah. actually found a stack walking to school, and then we took it and pu- put it under a bridge. We hid it under a bridge. Like a troll. After fucking school. And like we just horny sat. trolls. We just sat in like fourth grade, like, holy shit. That's Crazy. When we get out of here. Yeah. It felt like you. I was in the Maltese Falcon. There was that kind of <laughs> excitement. We were like, no one break on this. We were telling people, you can't tell other people. Yeah. But we fucking have these. The guy that left it there, he's probably like watching from afar. <laughs> <laughs> Just jerking off in some station wagon. Yeah, uh, yeah you like his it. his own Polaroids. You like it, don't you, boys? Right. Take and somewhere, that, right now, there's tons of, of porn stacks being left and unread. All, all, yeah. all over the country. Yeah, because who cares? Because the kids have uges and spank wire. Yeah, and, and better <laughs> porn on their phones. Oh, just fucking people actually banging. Yeah. There's no mystery to it. Yeah. Well, um, they wouldn't be allowed to take it out in the woods anyway, even on their phone. The kids wouldn't be allowed that far away from the house. Oh, right, right, right. To go right. exploring in the woods exactly, on their own. Exactly. Yeah, because they're sitting at the dining room table. They're just fucking <laughs> right. going through porn. No, but saying their parents won't let them out because they have like a nut allergy. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. everyone's got like, oh, I have an allergy to leaves. You know, no one had a nut allergy when I was a kid nope. either. Not one person. We just ate fucking peanut butter cookies and no one complained. No one I, had a I, problem. I sat in a face full of nuts most days. <laughs> just, <laughs> just sat in a face full of bowl of nuts. See, <laughs> that came off as a you know, government yeah. gay thing. Yeah. You know, we were all bonding. And then you got to go in like, I'm different. <laughs> so that's uh, what happened. Mm, <laughs> uh, here's, uh, here's Sean. Sean, you're on the Run of Fed show. Uh, well, first off, I think one of the greatest days of my adolescence uh, years was 
finding my uncle's old motorcycle magazine that had the naked women in them. Oh, that was a glorious day. But no, uh, North Carolina, I think we ripped off Texas's fake play also. All right, let's take a look at North, North Carolina. Carolina. Okay. Seth Herzog is in here with us, and we're yeah. talking flags and nudie magazines <laughs> from the 60s and 70s. I'm so glad we planned this discussion. <laughs> Everything's going exactly the yeah. way we uh, rehearsed it. Yeah, it's a similar vibe. Yeah. It's just, uh, you just added a date. You added two dates and NC on it, but it's the exact same. And you uh, you reversed the red and the white sections. Did that come up when you were a young man? I guess people would go like, hey, this is too close. What are those dates? Are those dates like the first guy like touched himself in North <laughs> when Carolina? They finally decided on a color scheme. The, oh, I know these dates. That's when uh, the Andy Griffith show ran. <laughs> <laughs> May 20th, 1775, and then April 12th, 1776. Like, finally married Miss Crump. <laughs> <laughs> what happened a year later that you guys had to have two important dates? Something gigantic <laughs> happened down there. <laughs> oh, my God. The... Um, then every state has a state flowers, state mm-hmm. bird. Oh, right. And most people don't know what they are. I mean, someone went through a lot of effort to be like, here's a state um, yeah. beetle, you know, the state bug, <laughs> the state, um, I don't know, what the, the pixie straw. Everyone has their own pixie straw. But, but no one knows what they are. If you yeah. ask someone what their motto is. Also, the whole thing with mottos, there's, there's the state phrase and yeah. the state motto and the state right. mantra are all totally different. Some are the same and some, are, some have like five different options. Wikipedia actually has a crazy list of all of them. Now, Fez, you're from where? Florida? Yes. Sunshine State. Yep. Yeah. I'm going to guess Orange Blossom. Orange Blossom is the flower. Right. Um, and where kooks go to die. Where coops go to die. That's that's Florida. Yeah, is right. the yeah on the crest. The right, and there's another one uh, on the on the license plate says my sciatica. That's <laughs> yeah. on, that's on that's on the license plate now. Um, where where were you born? Jersey, Jersey Garden State, Garden of course. State. Um, also, um, uh, what's that smell? Um, <laughs> question mark is um, it's is on the license exits. plate now. It really is only three exits, but the entire state <laughs> takes the heat for it. I know. Um, the by the way, I was in this conversation about people with, from New Jersey, and I decided there is a bigger revenge factor with people in New Jersey. If you do something to someone from New Jersey, they feel they must get back at you. Yeah. And I've never seen another, another state. state that the people find themselves so precious <laughs> that, that they must get even all the time. I don't know where that comes from. I mean, there are a lot of Italians in the, in the state. Right. If that comes from there. Um, maybe it's like a little brother complex, mm-hmm. you know, because... I mean, it's it's the suburbs of the city, either whether it's Philly or New York, right. and there's maybe a suburban like, you think you're better than me? You think right. you're better than me? Oh, you think you're better than me? You're not. You know, yeah. maybe there's a sense of sense of that. Um, um, I don't know. I I I, I feel like. I just get back with people because they deserve it. <laughs> That's the thing. <laughs> they really will say, he did this, and I don't care how much time goes by, right. but I'm going to get back at him. 
Right. I'm going to put pictures of him up on the internet. Right. I'm going to let fuck him with his credit. You know, it's even not fuck even... Fuck with his credit. Yeah, just not even like beating someone up. But no, I'm it goes going deep. to it goes ruin deep. this guy's life. Right. And I... Because and, and, I've... These people I know are mad at each other and I go, why is this... Why don't they just drop... I come from the... You're dead to me. You know what I mean? You... Right. I believed in you, Seth Herzog. Right. You did something. Right. You don't exist anymore. Right. You're dead. Right. We come from, I think, a theory of, um, you did this to me, fine. I'm not going to say anything. Ten years from now, I'll get back at you, and we'll never t- talk of it again. Right. And now we're and now we're even. I believe that of people from from Jersey that they Long Island. You don't feel that that, that way. Long either. Island. Um, there's a mysterious. Like, first of all, I don't even see any. Any passion out of people from Long Island until you mention New Jersey, and then <laughs> the, the, this. Fight, then all of a sudden they get Island Pride. Yeah, the, <laughs> the fight of people with Long Island and New Jersey is like they'll leap over Manhattan right. to get to each other. Right. Yes. And then go. This is another thing both places will do: is name any celebrity, Billy Joe, <laughs> the Baldwin brothers. I'll say Rosie, this. I'll Rosie say this. I'll say yes, this, we know. Yeah. No one, no state, no state or region can beat New Jersey in that. Everyone is from New Jersey. Everyone. Well, I've got a theory on that, particularly when it comes to comedy. Not I only think, comedy, but like everyone. I mean, even start at Tom Cruise and Merle's and right. Merle Street Singing, and go down acting, from there. Show business, but yeah. th- the reason is, I think that helps. A, you want to be close to New York, yeah, but you don't want to grow up a New Yorker because it's kind of freakish. You want the suburban background, right? Because then you can relate to Wisconsin and Iowa, and they can relate. But it's to also you. something to be uh, to aspire to. Like if you mm-hmm. grew up in New York, you tend to be jaded. But if you grew up in the suburbs, you're like, oh, the city. The golden city, like you work towards it. You so know? you think uh, you would take New Jersey celebrities over Long Island There's celebrities? Ten, ten thousand more. There's so many more. There's just numbers wise. Who's the number one Jersey celebrity? Uh, Bruce, of course. Well, Bruce, in terms of he's like identifies himself yeah. with with being from from Jersey, but like. People say when when James Gandolfini died, everyone's like, "Oh, and he was from Jersey." It was like, but if you ask, if you look at like. Everyone on into TV and film, mm-hmm. that's the state that comes up the most where people are from. All right, let's, Everyone. Play, let's play the game. Let's pick a thing. If I was going to go, is who's bigger, Bruce Springsteen or Billy Joel? Bruce. Is bigger? Well, I mean, yes, Billy Joel just sold out 12 shows at Messinger Garden, but Bruce could do that. But I also think that I think Bruce is more relevant. He's still putting out new new albums today. I think is more people are going to know a Billy Joel song before they know a Bruce song. I also think he sold more albums. I think if we looked up the album sales, interesting. In terms of total this albums, one, yeah, album, th- album, this album one might almost be a push. Yeah, All right, let's yeah. go. Let's go That's comedy. I'm gonna th- I'm gonna take the place of Long Island since you're Jersey, okay. and I'm gonna give you Mr. Jerry Seinfeld. Jerry's from from Long Island. I'm the only comics I can think of from Jersey. I might be missing a whole bunch. Um, I mean, there's what's his name from. SNL in the 80s. Who's, uh, uh, well, we got John Stewart. Oh, John Stewart's from right from my t- town. Duh. And isn't <laughs> Louis from Jersey? Is Louis C.K. from where? I'm not sure. I might throw him into Jersey whether he wants it or not. Right, right, right. Oh, well, yeah, John Stewart definitely. Um, yeah. Uh, there's, and there's Jay others. Moore is from New Jersey. Jay Moore yep. is from Jersey. There's a ton. I mean, there's so many. Yeah. There's so many. I, I don't even know who's from Jersey and who's not. 
We might have another. Chris Rock lives there now. Yeah, he was originally Brooklyn, though. He's from Brooklyn, yeah. Which might even officially be Long Island. Right. you got to watch out with that. Eddie Murphy? Eddie Murphy, Long Island, but moved lives to Jersey. In Jersey right. You're fucking yourself up here. You get, I know. You're I'm giving trying to more to Long Island <laughs> than they I'm deserve. I'm ruining my whole argument. Uh, serious actor, you got... From New Jersey, Jack Nicholson. I don't and know. Meryl. Meryl Star- All right, that's a fucking that's a wash. I mean, the Tom Baldwin Cruise, brothers. Yeah. The Baldwin brothers are all from Long Island, but Stevie's the only one I consider really serious. <laughs> when it, when it comes Daniel, to have you seen Attack of the Fifty Foot Woman? Oh my God, Daniel Baldwin kills it. Seth Herzog huh. is in the studio with us. His show, Ducks Quacks Don't Echo. Uh, episodes are being shown now on Nat Geo. That's mm-hmm. Mondays at 10 o'clock. And a new show coming up, The Science of Stupid. Yes, which will be out in May. I don't know what times. Which is like a fail show. It's like uh, their their version of like Tosh. So it's like me presenting a bunch of like fail, fail videos. Um, let's jump on some of these uh, people here. Mm-hmm. Uh, Andre, Andre, you're on the run of Fed show. Yeah, hi. I wanted to uh, redirect back to uh, something that you guys were mentioning earlier about the Playboy Club. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, me and my buddies started our own Playboy Club after we found a book bag full of them. <laughs> Just uh, just sitting in a sewer for some reason. I'm assuming another rival Playboy Cub makes. <laughs> I don't know. I love that. There, but we the- immediately took them to the woods, built a fort around it, just like you said. We would take inventory of them and then bury them in the ground before we left, so nobody else would come bury here. Them in the <laughs> I remember the hole for them, but I also remember this, and I don't know why it was. We look at these. Together. No one comes off here on their own and looks at them, and no one brings one of their friends. Was that an official rule? Official rule. If we're it. going to I have these it. magazines. Love it. But by the way, wouldn't this be a great, like, kids' movie? Just call it the Playboy Club, and it was about kids that found <laughs> this. I mean, I don't know whether what it would be rated, but that is, like, closer to what. Like, remember when Stand By Me and Walking the Train Tracks? Oh, yeah. It was, like, the first yeah. time I said, like, oh, that reminds me of being a kid. Yeah. You're fucking throwing rocks at each other. Yeah. Most kids' movies don't feel like real kids. The Playboy <laughs> Club would. <laughs> that, I love that they they found them in a sewer. Right. And they're like, gold. They reached down and went into a sewer to pull out potential boobs on paper and then buried them in the ground. I love that it turns us into the most feral beings. You know, like, to bury this. Gatherers. Yeah. Uh, are people sending Chelsea Handler's from New Jersey? Yeah, yeah, Chelsea Handler, uh, sure. Ernie Kovacs, Ernie Kovacs is Ernie from Kovacs. Jersey. Ernie Kovacs, I did not know that. Artie Lang. Artie, yep. Artie's. Jerry Lewis, Mark Marin, Tom Papa, Jim Norton, exactly, Jeffrey exactly, Ross. Exactly, exactly. Uh, this is embarrassing now. Yeah, I told this you, is, everyone's, yeah. everyone is from Jersey. So why do they feel bad about themselves in New Jersey? It's a beautiful state. It's a great... It is beautiful. I feel like we get shit on. People think it's so disgusting. But 90% is just like suburbs. And some of it's gorgeous. Yeah, some of it's really nice. But here's you're North Jersey. What else? I'm from um, Princeton, which is right in the middle. You only say that because you haven't gone far enough south <laughs> to see how big that is. I am stunned by the number of people... Because I grew up in the Philadelphia area. Right. We went to Wildwood. A Everyone I know from North Jersey has never fucking been to Wildwood. I've never been to Wildwood. Isn't that crazy? I've been to Cape May. Yeah. I've never been to uh, uh, Wildwood, despite the song. 
<laughs> You're missing out, my friend. I hear it's. Is it still fun? Yeah, well, I haven't been there in a long time, but it used to be fantastic. Yeah. It used to be like Vegas for kids. You right. know what I mean? Like, we would go down there on senior week, and it, you would just go out, and there would be half a million 17, 18 year old kids. Wow. Just partying. Wow. It was amazing. Can you imagine the amount of hand jobs that happened? An uh, incredible amount because <laughs> Catholic girls don't fuck people from their own neighborhood. Oh. But when... <laughs> but if you're not from the yeah, neighborhood... Yeah, when the reputation isn't on the line, oh my they God. go crazy. That's funny. Um, hey, look who it is. It's a Brooklyn uh, blowhard. How you doing, blowhard? Hey guys, hey Seth, you sound like a real funny guy. I gotta definitely check out your stuff. Funny Thank how. you, buddy. I know, I know. That sounded so sarcastic. Hey, listen, first of all, I was gonna say it's not a fair fight, Long Island versus Jersey, because Long Island is only two counties against an entire state. All right, good. Yeah, okay. But, we, okay. but we're also looking at North Jersey. Again, not a lot of famous people coming out of Cape May. Or you know Vineland. I mean? Yeah, not happening. <laughs> not a lot of candom names were thrown around. <laughs> Damn, you were talking about flags before? And yeah. there's one flag I want you to check out. Yeah. I don't know what they were thinking. You ever seen a flag for Nepal? Depal? Nepal. N-E-P-A-L. Nepal. Oh, Nepal. I thought you were talking about the old band Depal from the 80s. What the hell are they thinking? It looks like a banner from a football stadium. Oh, yeah. It's just That's a weird it's one. Not, it's interesting because it's not a whole square. It's just the little thing. It's a yeah, pennant. It's, it's a pennant. That's a pennant. It's a double That's a pennant. pennant. That's like something you get at the souvenir stand. It's ridiculous. It's, it, mm. But it's also like them thinking outside the box. Like hey, yeah, give him credit. We're not gonna, we're not it, gonna uh, go for your for your little rectangle it thing. Almost looks like a pair of pants. It almost <laughs> like someone got pants and they ran it up the flagpole. A very large <laughs> pair of pants. Yeah. By the way, New York. Since I'm a New Yorker, I'm gonna say the state bird is the robin. The state flower is the rose. Are you gonna just say that, or that's the actual facts? <laughs> I make this up as I go along. And and finally, our state slogan is Excelsior. Yes, I knew that. And you know, um, and you're the Empire State. Empire State as well. Colors are orange, white, and blue. Mm-hmm. And like um, the Knicks. I don't know what else I can say about New York except that Brooklyn. Did you know the the bird and the flower off the top of your, top of your head? Well, actually, I, 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 you know how I know that? When Hillary appeared on Letterman, uh-huh. and he was giving her a New York test. Ah. Because that was when she ran for Senate. So she had to know, right? And Blowhard, I'm he getting like, here you know, that it's the bluebird. Huh? I'm getting here that it's not the robin, it's the bluebird. But look at that thing. It looks like a robin's chest. I never saw a bluebird. It's a bluebird who, who looks like a robin. That's a weird bird. <laughs> some weird, yeah, some type of variation of it. But uh, if you look at the roster of talent throughout the years of Hollywood and history and entertainment, Brooklyn has to lead the league. Brooklyn has been pretty amazing. Amazing. For a neighborhood, yes, it does very well for a neighborhood. You know, just Mel Brooks and Barbara Streisand and Lou Reed alone. You don't even have to jump into it from there. Woody Allen. Woody Allen, wow. Sure. Brooklyn just leads the league, and in the old days. But Brooklyn also had that, like you said, chip on their shoulder because they're not Manhattan. Right. You know what I mean, exactly. So people, TV show, and they would say, "Where do you come from?" Applause always came when they said Brooklyn. If you watch the old "You Bet Your Life" or any of the old game shows, Brooklyn always got like a round of applause. Every war movie, there was always one guy from Brooklyn in those movies, and that was his name. There was always some guy from Brooklyn. Brooklyn right. was like a cultural phenomenon. 
as Ed Norton says, it was the garden spot of the world, and and now it's coming back. It's coming back. And Fez, by the way, they signed your gay basketball player for another ten days. I don't know why you're not excited about him, Fez. Jason Collins gets another ten days. Yeah, ten days at a time. Only giving him ten days at a time. Ten days at a time. That's crazy. Yeah. The NBA has a rule. After this, now. They got to decide if they if they just contract if they can keep him. Go three weeks. Go the next one just to show they want to make sure that he's not in their ass grabbing. You know what I mean? That's Selling the first thing. Like crazy. So that's so are- funny. What are they so worried worried about? Well, he's not good. Oh, he's just not a good <laughs> no, player. He's not good oh. at all. <laughs> he's tall and he, he plays, plays like kind of gay. Monster. If you want to be honest, he's he plays Herman gay. Munster. He's a uh, big stiff. Yeah, he is. He's very, very he's a big stiff. stiff. That's um, what they're worried about. But the thing that <laughs> the entire uh, time, he's stiff the entire time. He wears number ninety-eight <laughs> because that's when the kid was killed, right? Matthew Shepard. Yeah, I would not want to bring attention to that. Yeah, he I actually wouldn't... met with the parents and the brother before a game, and they're all smiling too, which is like, wow, this is really getting into it. The like they were behind it. Yeah, <laughs> like the parents of Matthew Shepard, they were at the game. Like he invited them, and they all took a group shot. But that, yeah, I mean, it was almost like if you found out that yeah. I don't know, like LeBron just wore something for the Tate Labianca murders. You'd be like, dude, <laughs> this is not appropriate. This is insane. It's almost yeah. If, if he did do that, it's almost like honoring the murder. So almost like making a big deal about it. Like, just don't right make a thing about it. No, they also said that Matthew Shepard might have been a meth dealer too, Fez. Yeah, that was uh, yeah from one book, but I I'm not buying that. That's I mean, not true. the case had <laughs> to have been true. investigated over and over again. You would have thought meth and connections would have come investigate up. Investigate it where in Wyoming? Yes. Who's going to investigate it? Some fucking dude. He's not like there's great detectives there. Yeah. And there's a lot of meth. Tons. Yeah. And and Matt Shepard had the worst of it. What? <laughs> Damn it, I said too much. Now you're on the meth dealer's side. <laughs> Seth Herzog is sitting with us. Now, I mentioned Fez is from Florida, the Tampa Bay area. There was a story out of Tampa that I could not believe. A guy was arrested for fucking a pit bull in his front yard. It was a woman. I read it this morning. It was in Vegas, I thought. No, it said Tampa. Really, I, I, I and you had it as a woman. I, in there's Vegas. a woman in Vegas in her backyard, and the neighbors called. She was just going down on it. I mean, this was <laughs> she a was, whole different thing. She was. You saw this, right? Uh, I think the he was fucking it in Florida. The, oh, in Florida, the, Florida. Florida. No, the dude was fucking the dog. Yeah, yeah Tampa man. Oh, Tampa. But in Vegas, there's a woman was was um in, uh, giving the dog a little uh, hanch. That's a pit bull as well. Now, here's the one thing that I'm happy, though. The, but who did it first? Yeah. Who can sue the other one that said you stole my act? <laughs> you did it first. <laughs> the, the great thing about this is in Florida, at least now the neighbors know it's wrong. And they called the police. <laughs> a couple years ago, everybody would just went, hey, Harry. Right. Fucking the dog again, huh? Now, if the dog had bit and killed the man, could he have been proven innocent on the standard ground law? <laughs> there is a possibility. Is there any way you can stop him? <laughs> the dog was on trial and uh, acquitted. <laughs> but if this guy goes to jail, he's going to be running that place. Like, he's in for fucking a 
pit bull. Yeah. So you think that's going to impress the other prisoners? What, they're going to try to mess with him? He would not... No, I think they're going to make him their pit bull. (laughs) Genuinely. I think they'd be like, you like to fuck dogs? I own a pit bull. You're you're mine now. I think that's what's going to happen. I don't think he's going to be seen as tougher, just crazier. Well, look at that... that, that, Mugshot's insane. I know. He looks in that mugshot. He looks like he just saw a naked pit bull. <laughs> well, He's very excited. Now I heard this before from a psychiatrist, and I've I've kept with it. If you see someone and their eyes are four sides white, they said get out of there because that is a fucking crazy person. If you so, see whites on all four sides, whites on all four sides, back up, and that guy is just completely white on the outside. Yeah. Look at him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he's. He looks like he's about ready to stick his dick in a pit bull. <laughs> or he's yeah, he's planning on his next pit pit bull attack. Now we're weird about this. Well, I guess we're weird, but we'll put up with a lot of things, but no one can fuck an animal. You can kill an animal, you can hunt an animal, you can eat an animal, yeah. but you can't put your dick in him. We feel weird about that for some for some some reason. I think it maybe go, goes to how prude we are as a country in general. I mean, they'll show on TV everyone exploding and killing each other, but like sex? Yeah. No, we can't show that no on television. Tit. No you boobs. Can't, you can't show a tit, and yet the following murders eighty people a week now. Oh yeah, on network. TV. Oh yeah, but I don't. I think it's around the world. There's no place in that's, the world that's okay. all right. Yeah. Have you been to Long Island? Now, <laughs> see, I'm kidding. I called it back because that's that Jersey Long Island thing. But isn't it weird when you think he stalked and killed an antelope is fine? He stalked and fucked an antelope is the crazy. What you would know, what would the antelope prefer? Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> if the antelope, if you're like, hey. This guy's gonna kill you and eat you, or this guy's gonna make you, you know, feel good for a little while. Maybe, maybe. Right. Maybe they want the story. Yeah, you're the animal story, but they're going home. Now the other thing too is this is all this guy will be known for. He looks yeah. like he's in his fifties, and I don't care. You think he had aspirations to do <laughs> some, something else? Was he a novelist and he was taking a break from his novel? But even if, <laughs> even if, let's say, fucking Ernest Hemingway fucked a bull, mm-hmm. that would be the first thing that he would be known for: bullfucker <laughs> over all the books. Now this was his own dog. It was one oh, of eight okay. pitful, pit bulls that he owned. You didn't have to do it out in the yard. It wasn't like a stray coming right. through. You could have done you, it inside you, the house. You act like it's the first time, Fez. Oh, yeah. You might have fucked these pit bulls constantly, and it's the first time. Do you think he thinks of himself as like a as like a, um, a polygamist, and this is his like sister wives, is all the dogs? It would be phenomenal. This is his harem. He's just living Puppy above wives. it all. Yeah. Yeah. And is, do you think that's his favorite dog? I know the other seven had to be relieved when they saw who was going out front and on a leash. Well, or yeah. jealous. Why maybe, do you think that they wouldn't like it? Who knows? What, what, what reason wouldn't they like it? Do we know at any time that an animal wouldn't at least... Because every animal sex is rape. I don't know whether you've ever watched dogs do it before, but they don't cuddle. One just comes running over right. and leaps on the other one. So it's probably the same to them. And I don't think they have the same sense of history and shame that humans do. 
Oh, yeah, yeah. He's not going to hold on to it. Like, they got fucked once, they might feel bad for a second, but it's not going to be bothering them the next day. You don't think uh, German shepherds are walking around with a sense of shame about what they did? (laughs) During the war? (laughs) A sense of, like, history I know what my parents did, and I'm very ashamed about I don't think Germans walk around with a sense of shame, (laughs) those fuckers. I think in the back of their mind, seriously, like, when we're not there, Germans go like this. Close, right? So fucking close. close. (laughs) I mean, we almost... almost did it. Oh, oh, fucking we were like a it. year away. God, that was great. <laughs> Seth Herzog is with us in studio. His show, Ducks Quacks Don't Echo, that's on Nat Geo. Mondays at 10 o'clock. New show coming up in May, The Science of Stupid. Yeah. And you have the sweet show at the Slipper Room in New York every Tuesday. Yeah, but doing that for nine years uh, downtown. It's just me. I host it. I do new um, stuff every week, and I have like three or four guests. And then my mom does a bit every every week. It's really fun and very silly and Nine years you've been doing nine this show. Years. The crazy amount of time. I can't believe it. Every Tuesday. Yeah. Just about. I think I take off a day here and there, but mostly every every since. But does the show week. go on when you're not there? Do you yeah. Yeah. Else? I have guest guest hosts. That's and really such. cool. Yeah. That's because now it's a history that you have. You yeah. know what I mean? It's an institution. Instead of you know, I've just been doing something for a while. Like I'm sure when you start, you thought this will lead to something. Now you're like, no, that's what I do. That's, that's no, what it is. No matter what <laughs> happens, that's what I do. That's this now that that has to happen whether I'm not there or not, which is yeah. weird. So now I have to get other people involved. You know. Um. And you're still doing stuff over at the Fallon Show? Tonight Show, yeah, exactly. We have a, we're on the t- uh, Tonight Show's every day, and that's exciting. We're in our third week. Oh, it's it's been I, more than anybody could have hoped. Seriously. Most great. The ratings have been through the roof, we found out. Um, and who knows if we'll stay there, but the ratings have been through the roof, and the shows have been so much fun, and the, the audiences are excited to be there, and the new set, and it's great for it's great for New York. It is you know? fantastic for New York, and it's actually good for TV again. You know what I yeah, mean? Like, yeah. There's just that kind of buzz. I think moving it was the smartest thing in the world, I think. Yeah. If he would have went out to L.A., it would have it would have been a major problem because you see how comfortable he is. Yeah, so fast in the show, so fast and so comfortable. Well, we've been doing. I mean, it's not much different than what we have been doing. We're not. We, we right. didn't change the format or anything. It's just like doing the same fun show we've all, we've always done. And everybody also makes the mistake of changing the format yeah. a little bit. Yeah. Um, but you can also tell that the band is having a good time. The band's having a good time. We added more more roots. Yeah, we added like a horn section. You, you got a white root in there now. Yeah, which... uh, Ian, who plays sax, is the yeah. new white guy. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I like to see the. Ro- By the way, the roots are so fucking good. But uh, I like when when Randy came in, uh, Randy Newman, the yeah. other night. Yeah, and he was like, "Dude, this band." You know what I mean? Like yeah. when you get a guy when who Randy, not only right. is a rock star, but has also led orchestras and shit that he's it done. Doesn't in have musicals. to say that. Yeah, like, he's been doing it for fifty years. He doesn't have to. Yeah. compliment the 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 roots. He's like, but they know what they're doing. That was really really cool. Um, they're doing. They're opening up the new Brooklyn Bowl in Vegas uh, next weekend. The Roots are doing three nights, like Friday, Saturday, Sunday in it, Vegas. And um, and it's the Brooklyn it's Bowl. The Brooklyn Bowl from from Brooklyn, from Williamsburg. Mm. They're opening up one in Vegas and one in London, apparently. See, the hipster thing is mm-hmm. spreading, and so mm-hmm. we'll just think of it as normal, right? Much like Robin Williams did with the suspenders. <laughs> so well, that never many. became normal. No, was <laughs> so ever like many years those suspenders ago. were never normal. He tried the way Lauren Michaels did with the jacket jean look. 
Yeah. <laughs> I would love to get down to the bottom and we'll just see who, who was. Where, if you can ask Lauren who, what inspired you to the Jack and Jean look, and maybe he was inspired by someone else, another Canadian. <laughs> Maybe it all came from Canada. It we was just probably don't even know Mr. It. Green Jeans when he came oh, down because he had to do both. <laughs> uh, but I am my best because Lauren had to go to executive meetings because the jacket, white shirt, and tie with jeans says casual, but also I'm here to make money. I'm not fucking around. Yeah, but yeah. I'm casual doing I'm it. I'm cool. I'm hip. I'm doing this like weird, cool thing. Right. But like I'm the business end of this. Yeah. Yeah. After we get the work done. Then we'll all do bumps, but not before. Like, look, even in that picture, he's got a briefcase. Yeah. And that was up at the Elaine's uh, kitchen, which... Who was the photographer on that again? I'll see if I can find out. Anyway, yeah. I now want to know who the photographer was for that, too, because I remember that story from somewhere. I think I almost it was... said Annie, but I don't think it was Annie No, it, I'm... <sighs> Uh, it wasn't Mick Rock either, but I think it was. Uh, I don't remember his name, Bruce something. Are you? A, right. are you follow a lot of photography? No, <laughs> none at all. I do. I do. I do love love that. I love the art of it. Is it still because of you know everyone having a, a basically a camera with them? Well, now? now it's it's become a much bigger art because like mm. yeah, everyone has a camera. Everyone is equipped. They don't have, like, the crazy Nikons, but everyone's got right. a phone with a pretty good camera on it, you know? So everyone is a photographer now. It is the weirdest thing ever. I, here's one of the... Uh, actually, a listener told me this story. So they're walking down the street, and they see Annie Leibovitz. Mm -hmm. And um, he he's with his wife, and he says to Annie Leibovitz, says, Annie, can we get a picture? She says, sure. And he hands her phone to her. And the two of them just sit there rather than taking a picture with her and snap that picture. And now at their house, they have an Annie, they have Leibowitz. An Annie Leibowitz. And I love, like, love that she went with it. She's like, yeah, fine, I'll take this picture off your phone. And I just walk around the streets all the time looking to rip that off whenever I can with her. <laughs> um, I'm surprised people aren't hanging outside her house asking, asking just, for that. The, the exact opposite of paparazzi. Just people <laughs> Can, I, can you get a picture of me? Real quick, can, can you, you take a picture, picture of me? Can you take a picture of, of me? <laughs> um, let's go over to uh, Kyle. Kyle, you're on the Run of Fez show. Hey, uh, hey guys, how's it going? Good, man. Yeah, I just wanted to um, take, take it back a bit for um, talking about the, the man the man loving the dog. You know, I, oh, geez. And uh, as, as a resident of Bowling Green, Kentucky, you know, I don't see anything wrong with that. You know, my... Uh, my mother was a border collie. <laughs> oh, jeez. She, uh, you know, she, she's, she's a sweet little thing. You know, she tucked me in at night, you know, licked my hand. It was all, uh, you know, and I just, I, I run a website called uh, MD, MDLA.com. That's a Man Dog Love Association. And uh, you got to do a look. Uh, dude, I mean, if you really, really appreciate it. You know, dude, we, uh, if you would have kept this tight. A, a large community. If you would have yeah. kept it tight, I think you would have really done well for yourself is when you try to expand. <laughs> you stayed on too long. You saw, you got the light, and you stayed out there. You never should have did it. Um, let's go over here to Jay. Jay, you're on the Run of Fez show. Hey, uh, there was one guy that wore the feet jacket and the jeans before the guy you were talking about. Who's who was yeah, that? Us. Did, you, did you forget about Mr. Jed Clampett? Well, Jed, 
I don't know if I was that a suit coat. I mean, this was more of an urban hip thing. Yeah, that we're talking yeah. about. I think maybe Jay Clampett came out of a, an idea of he didn't know what formal was. Right. Yeah, um, his was more for warmth. It's not like he put it on to go to a meeting with Mr. Drysdale. Well, what about the fancy eating table there? Where <laughs> the he fancy had, eating table. That was a pool table. Yeah. Give me the Jeff Beck look. Jeans. Okay. Jacket. I'm thinking it could have been a blow-by-blow album cover, but I'm not 100% sure. But I really... I've got it down in my mind that the two people who could take real... That's no jacket? No, no jacket on the no, album cover. Just an awesome I know, yeah. giant necked shirt. Like a big bow neck. Mm. Uh, Jetpack I, uh, I admire because he would actually say, no one's singing on this song. No one. <laughs> the important part is me playing the guitar. We don't do some instrumentals. We do yeah. instrumentals. Yeah, that's what we do. And it's rock. rock it's going to yeah. play on the radio. <laughs> See, that's um, yeah, that's the look that we're talking about too. Oh yeah, look at that. Yeah, that's that's definitely a, that's definitely thought out in a stylized look. Right. Jeans, like velvety sport coat, vest, even dress shirt. Yeah, and what what yeah. year was that? You think? I'm not sure. Is that Richie Sambora with him in that picture? All right, this looks like that's it's wired, right? Yeah, yeah. The album 70, wired. 76. See, that's going to be tough to beat, but that's just about the same time as that Elaine's picture yeah. was taken because yeah. it's the very first season of Saturday Night Live. There was something in the zeitgeist yeah. in 1976. But can you? Can we find someone in the 60s that might have had uh, jeans and a jacket on? That I can't think of anyone. Yeah, I cannot think of a single person before these two. You're right. That was the mid '70s when that became a thing. Hmm. That's really, that's really interesting. And it's never left us to this day. Are you kidding me? I wore it. I'm going to wear it today. Yeah. And then people go, Seth looking so cool. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> they're still thinking it's a good look. Or I feel like if I wear that at tonight show, Lauren's going to be thinking, "You're stealing my look." Still. Look at that. <laughs> that's my look. <laughs> First, Jeff Beck took it. <laughs> um, here's uh, Bill. Bill, you're on the Run of Fed show. Hey, Ronnie, didn't Boz Skaggs do the sports coat look, too? All right. Boz would also, I mean, if we're looking at Boz Skaggs, we're looking. Yeah, go ahead and finish that sandwich. Mm-hmm. You have every right to eat. I got a little food here, guys. You got to. <laughs> uh, Boz Skaggs uh, would have been about the same time as well. Yeah. Boz Skaggs has always looked like he had his shit mm-hmm. together. That's a, That's like an... 80s look. Yeah, that is an 80s thing. Pink jacket and black t-shirt. Come on. Um, Here's here's David. David, you're on the Run and Fest show. Hey, guys. Yeah, Steve Perry used to rock the uh, tuxedo jacket. Yeah, that never caught on. It was weird. He would do a tuxedo jacket, jeans, and then Converse. Right, and no shirt. Yeah. And maybe suspenders under the jacket. <laughs> I remember Steve Perry would have like yellow satin pants and like a tux coat. No. <laughs> no. Jeans? No, yeah, he would go back and you were right. Yeah. No shirt. There we go. Steve Perry, we have Steve Perry, jeans, white tails, no sh- no shirt. That is a statement. And I remember 
Being at a Journey show, and I was mm-hmm. upset with the band. I didn't think they were at their best. Right. And I yelled at Steve Perry. I yelled, any Filipino can do what you do. You watch. <laughs> you fucking watch, Steve Perry. You were so right, and you, have no, yeah. you had no idea. I mean, it took, it took decades, but I was... You were proven right. Proven right. That's funny. Um, Steve has the big mutton chops in this with this look, too. Oh, yeah. See, so this must have been like late 70s, early 80s. Yeah. Still rocking the chops. No belt. Oh, man. Look at that hair. That's like some Crystal Gale hair he's got. Yeah, he didn't know what he was doing, man. He just, he was coming, he, want, he was chasing stardom, coming from every angle he possibly could. And for a guy who's singing outside with no shirt on, he's very white. Yeah, he no is. No tan. Zero. Yeah. <laughs> the tux jacket is blending in. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah, where, where does the skin <laughs> stop and this jacket start? We have no idea. He had what we like to call a San Francisco tan, where uh, <laughs> the only part of California, you're not getting any sun. Yeah. Um. That's funny. Steve, you're on the Run of Fez show. Hey, Rod. How are you guys? Uh, there was a band in San Francisco that you just mentioned. used to come out and go, ladies and gentlemen, please welcome the Grateful Dead. He wore jeans and a sport coat. Mr. Bill Graham we're talking about, there, right? Was that there, Bill there Graham? Go, sir. Yeah. There's plenty of pictures of him standing there at the microphone with his with his sports coat and his jeans uh, announcing the Grateful Dead. Dude, this in is... what year, do you think? Uh, 71, 72. Maybe even 70 was at Winterland. So Winterland closed in 74, so it had to be free. I believe it was 71. Wow. Um, no. In that range. All right, we're going to take, uh, take a look at this, but it's a very good call. It's, yeah, a, it's an outstanding call. There's, yeah, there's pictures out there of them, so good luck. You guys are great. Love you. I'll check it out. All Thank right, you. Thanks. Yeah, Bill Graham, that would definitely be a Bill, a Bill Graham look. Yeah, could be. Jacket and jeans. And the thing is, though, unlike the other two people we brought up, no one ever said, I want to dress like Bill Graham. You know what I mean? Like what Bill Graham's doing. My style icon is the old Bill Graham look. (laughs) A little bit of food on your shirt. A big joint in your hand. And just yelling in people's faces. Just screaming, yeah. get on the stage right now or you get nothing. Yeah. yeah, yeah the yeah. Bill Graham stories are some of the best in rock and roll. Oh, right? Just no one did he back down from. No. Just screaming at everyone. Didn't give it, Just didn't give a darn. Yeah. <laughs> but somebody had to organize that shit or the show's never yeah. would happen. Yeah. I mean, he's, he's, he dragged every stone, drugged out group onto the, onto the stage and made them made play. Him, yeah, made them perform. Know? Did he do the Doors? Was he a producer of them? Well, he when the Doors when anyone went to San Francisco, right? He, you had to work for Bill Graham at right. the time. You just weren't going to get out of it. Right. You just weren't going to play anymore. There's no way you could play anywhere that yeah. wasn't he didn't own it. Yeah. So some of the tours he would do national tours, but if he didn't do your tour, he was still promoting it when you went into San Francisco, and. Uh, the fact of the matter is he also ran really great shows. I mean, really, if you look at that, those were the first rock shows. Yeah. Not, not some, hey, kids, we're putting on a rock event. You know, these were like real, you're going to see a band. Boom. And it's the same way that you would go and see a band today. You know, it's set up that way. And yeah. I think he was the first guy to start putting comics before rock right. shows. Yeah. yeah. Uh, There's a lot of comics that have said... Back in the day, like uh, uh, Cosby used to open for bands, yeah. and um, a lot of those. 
Robin Williams, Williams we brought Williams, up, but yeah. any of the San Francisco guys, because it made sense at the time. You know, I've I've opened for bands plenty of times, and sometimes it's fine, and a lot of times it's a disaster because right. no one is there to see you, and no one, even if you're doing well, everyone's confused. They're wires because they're like they're standing up, they're in a like a little rock club, and rock clubs can be great to do comedy, but if they're not, it's not on the bill. If they're not, they don't know that's what's that's what's happening. Yeah, they get confused, and, and even if not, you're doing it well, do well. only for so long. There's yeah. a yeah, you know the fucking no, the people, clock is ticking. They put people there to rock out. Yeah, I opened for the Spin Doctors uh, their first reunion tour at the Barry Ballroom. It was a disaster. I love those guys, yeah. but there was 400 Spin Doctors fans who were, did not want to see me do comedy <laughs> at all. They wanted two little princes. Now. They wanted to, yeah, and it was dead silent. It wasn't like they were talking amongst themselves. They were staring at me with their mouths open the entire time. Like, why is this happening at us? It was a glaring. <laughs> it was glaring more than staring. Just the glaring. Yeah. Straight up glaring. Oh yeah. And and then uh, it was. And I opened up with this dance piece. <laughs> Like I did this like Wonder Woman dance piece and this Wonder Wonder Woman yeah. outfit that's like to get their a, 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 attention. Normally you do that in New York, people are like, oh, that's so funny. Cheers, silence, <laughs> just dead silence. Like why? Just a lot of whys. <laughs> and then I started doing, you know, talking about America or whatever I was talking about at the time. And again, just silence. And I'm still in in the outfit, this like little onesie. Mm -hmm. And this kid who's pressed up right up against the stage says to me, "Dude, where are your pants?" Like, cause, like there are a lot of people here. You should have pants on, <laughs> which I thought was funny. Like he was almost on my on my side. So um, I said, "Hey, thanks. You guys have been fun." I did like five minutes maybe and walked off uh, walked off 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 stage, and all the spin doctors were standing right off stage, and I walked off and they all went, "Tough crowd, man. <laughs> tough tough crowd." At the time, I was like, "Nothing feels more like rock bottom than when the spin doctors are saying tough crowd." <laughs> no, watch us blow the fucking roof off. Yes, and they killed it. Yeah, they sure. killed it. They're amazing. Yeah, it was their crowd. Hometown, hometown, their yeah. crowd. Uh, Seth Thurzog, such a funny man. Thank you so much for coming No in problem. Today. I'm so happy. You guys are the best. And we'll see you again soon, right? Whenever, whenever you want. Yeah. Whenever you want. I've never looked at flags more in my life. We really, I mean, <laughs> what I want to do is quilting when you get back next time. I want to move this around and we'll do more. You know, we had a style section. We had right. history. We right. gave them everything they could want. We had a fucking, style section. We gave yeah. them everything they could want. Why would you ever have to go to school just listen to this show? Mm. Seth Herzog, watch for him on Nat Geo Mondays yeah. at 10. That's where you can watch episodes of Ducks, Quacks, Don't Echo. Also, The Science is Stupid coming to Nat Geo in May. Yep. And if you're in New York City, uh, check out his show Sweet at the Slipper Room yep. every Tuesday night at 9 p.m. in New York City and on Twitter at The Zog. Follow go. him at The Zog. Yeah. You'll be able to know all this information. That's all, all that's there. It's all there. You, you won't even need Fez. You just go to right. at The Zog right. and it's all laid out for you. Awesome. We'll see you next time. Thank buddy. you, guys. On and Fez. On Raw Dog. Raw Dog. Raw Dog. Serious XM. Com Comedy. Hit. Channel 99. 
Hi, you're on the Ron and Fez show. K-Corn and Cardwell, the number one checking in. Brooke, you're on the Ron and Fez show. The first rule of K-Corn Club is you can't talk about K-Corn. You're on the Ron and Fez show. I, uh, ESPN wants you guys to do a show called Around the K-Corn. <laughs> Ronnie, you're on the Ron and Fez show. Fez Riley, you come to me on the day that my daughter is be married and ask me to do this favor. You do not bring me a K-Corn. Hey, Bonnie, you're on the Ron and Fez show. Hey, guys, all this talk has got me so K-Corny. need some help. Pat and Boston, you're on the Ron and Fez show. Oh. The Ron and Fez Show, weekdays starting at noon Eastern. On Raw Dog, Sirius XM Comedy Hits 99. people stopping by today uh rich foss is here and i'm going to be doing his my uh wife hates me live uh podcast that's tuesday you can get tickets at the comedy seller.com uh, it's over at the village underground and i believe it's only ten dollars per ticket uh, Dan Soder is also going to be there. Okay. Uh, Seth Herzog was here. Uh, Dex Quacks Don't Echo. That uh, is replaying on Nat Geo. Episodes of that Monday nights at 10. And also he's got a new show, The Science of Stupid, coming out in May on National Geographic. Oh, Seth was just fucking amazing, huh? So funny. Man knows a lot about flags. And who we got coming up, Fezzy? And coming in the studio right now, Sherrod Small is here performing Yay. at the stand. Hey! Tomorrow night, two <laughs> shows, 8 and 10 o'clock. That is true. How and I got Best Week Ever tomorrow, Friday, uh, 10 p.m. on VH1. You still loving doing that show, The Best Week Love it. Ever? Love it. Anything that happens, I get to talk about. That quickly. Yeah, it's great. Uh, Kurt Metzger is uh, also stopping in with you. Uh, He's downstairs having a smoke right now. He's a slave to it. it. You know what? Once you start smoking like that, yeah, it's a very difficult thing to say. I'm going into a building where you can't smoke. Right, right. Yeah. I get around it through vaping. Through vaping, yeah. I vape. Vaporizer, yeah, yeah. He has a vaporizer, too, though. That's right. I'm wondering why he's not using it today. Because it's not as good. It's not as good as it's the real It's not thing. as good as the real thing. <laughs> now, how does it taste? Does it taste different? No, yes, it tastes completely different. But you can say to yourself, this fixes that oral fixation that I think that I'm looking for. Right, right, right. I wonder where that comes from, because did you ever smoke in your life? Yeah, well, I smoke pot. Right. And sometimes I put tobacco in my pot. Mm-hmm. Like a European type of way, it's a bad habit. But that's yeah. what I do. But I smoke in papers. I don't use like bamboo. I mean, not bamboo. I don't use like a Philly uh, blunts or whatever like yeah. that. Because that's like a thick tobacco in, in itself. Yeah. So a lot of people think they're smoking as weed, and if you're smoking in like a, a blunt or whatever, that's that's still tobacco. 
Right. And you're breathing in. And you're breathing that in. Yeah. Yeah. Which but it does make it burn uh, even and slower. <laughs> you, But you don't, you shouldn't ever inhale a cigar. I'm a cigar smoker. Oh, yeah, cigar. You should never inhale. Yeah. No. And, but the blend is cigar tobacco, not right. cigarette tobacco. Right. So it's still like that outer coating is still the harshest tobacco you can have. Right. Yeah. And then you're putting that into your lungs and you're saying to yourself, so why did you and Kurt start doing this uh, race wars? Mostly because the world needed it. Mm-hmm. And uh, we just uh, we talked about it for a while. Kurt tried to like convince me. I was against podcasts. Altogether, I just mm-hmm. didn't want it. Was, everybody was doing it. I was like, I don't need to do it. <laughs> but then when Kurt convinced me, like, this, this is the way all topics, is this what we'll talk about? I was like, you know what? This can make sense. And we started doing it, as a, and it's great. It's a lot of fun. Do you and him have a tendency to agree or disagree on a lot of topics? Well, I think a little bit of both. Yeah. A little bit of both. We got a little pull and push and yin and yang. Here's that dummy right now. Look at his awkward body. Just Kurt, Everything's just misshapen. Kurt Metzger coming into the studio. <laughs> his arms are too big for his torso. It's just weird. That's good for a basketball player, though. Not for somebody who doesn't play basketball. Like <laughs> Kurt ain't jumping six years. At basketball. He's the same way. Norris, I never saw you come in and set someone up before. That was very nice. Now, if you notice... The intern's great, by the way. Yeah, what an yeah. intern. Yeah, well, you, you can still that, see that she has Rich Voss's fingerprints on her from earlier today. <laughs> did, you, did you get away from him? I did, I did. Yeah. Even with his martial arts training? <laughs> now, the... But I'm just saying, I have a lot of comics come in here. Yeah. No more yoga pants. Yoga pants. No. Oh, is that you, what no, those keep are? Keep those. Yes. What do you mean, no more of those? I want all that. The whole Everybody in here should be wearing those. See, my thing is... My right. job is to protect her, protect her virtue, and then return her back to her college. Well, what school you go to? Brooklyn College. Brooklyn College. My mother taught at Brooklyn College for several years. That sounds like the patriarchy. Elementary education. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, good. Brooklyn College, huh? I'm going to have to start lurking over there. <laughs> never, never a good sign. I've been lurking around the school. <laughs> I got to show up in school and you're in my class. Yes, I'll be right yeah, back there. Somewhere. No shirt on. Yeah, <laughs> holding a, just an ether rag, waiting for you to come outside. <laughs> Who uses ether? For- yeah, I don't know. <laughs> the most old timey. <laughs> kind of dated it to the 1920s. That is amazing. <laughs> <laughs> just an old dentist from the fucking Western days. Now you guys started race war, even yeah. though now, you know, yeah. you're doing this uh, podcast as. Oh. We live in a post-racial world. There's I know. No more racism. We have a black <laughs> president. So this is almost like a look back. It's a look yeah. back at us. Uh, nostalgia. R- yes. Racism. Old-timey racism. We yeah. look back. Well, you know why it's a good name, Race Wars? Because, first of all, it cuts out. Some people are just not going to listen automatically because of the name. And I don't mm-hmm. want them. So right. that's good. And then some people right. will listen just to be like pissy about it. Right. But uh, who are they going to complain to? Are they going to be like, I heard something offensive on race? Wars <laughs> It was beautifully designed that yeah. way. Designed beautifully. <laughs> well, you you grew up in Philly, right? No, I grew up in uh, Tom's River. Oh, okay. I started comedy in Philly. You yeah. would think you at least played Little League play, growing up in Tom's River, right? Yes, that's the uh, Little League. Half uh, the kids capital. played Little League and the other half got leukemia. <laughs> 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 this is what radiation does for your town. <laughs> but uh, the way you're saying this, Little League cures leukemia. That's the. If they it's, only yeah. would have played. Yeah, you know what? 
like looking back. <laughs> well, I brought up because race in Philly, I think they have taken. There's the racism that people never even thought of in Philly. You know oh, what I mean? Yeah, like dude, Polish yeah. won't like Czechoslovakians, oh, and yeah. then yeah. neither one of them. You're like, wait, what are you fighting about? It's because uh, you know how the because in New York it's weird. It kind of this stuff kind of blends together. When Brooklyn is more like Philly. Well, yeah, well, having, that you, kind of aspect. Yeah. Well, you you could walk down the block and then suddenly the block is completely different. A different. The hole, second yeah. you turn the corner, it's a whole different the markets, block. everything. And uh, and there's a lot more of that, like you know, you, what are you doing on my block, kind of, <laughs> yeah, kind of <laughs> shit, you know. And uh, just by showing up there, you look like you're starting trouble. <laughs> I had a buddy when I was going to Art Institute. I had a friend, uh, Frank, who's from Peru, and uh, he was dating this Italian girl, and he got he was walking down uh, past South Street, you know, where the Italian yeah. market is, uh, and. Uh, Two guys in a pickup truck <laughs> pull up and attacked him with a two by four because they just saw this Peruvian guy. <laughs> with a, oh, that was your friend. I apologize a, for that. It was not your eye. <laughs> and uh, and then Frank, he ended up taking the the two by four away from the guy and beating up him and his friend with it. Great. And uh, he had to go to court. I remember we went, we went to court with him. And I guess these guys had been in trouble before. They were a father and son. What? A father and son attacked him because he was with a white girl, and uh, they were all dressed up in his suit. Trying to act like he attacked him. I guess they had a record, so the judge wasn't having it. <laughs> I do like to see families sticking together like that, though. That's yeah. nice. It's it's not you know? Yeah. It's right a nice or wrong. family business, I guess. Peruvian bashing. Yeah, well, there's no I, money in it. I gotta <laughs> believe they didn't know he was Peruvian. I'm imagining they just. He didn't saw a doggy with a light, yeah. eh? Yeah. Doggy with light? <laughs> <laughs> I doubt they break it down. Yeah. Oh man, Philly is disgusting Thank in a lot of ways. But I, I love Philly. I love Philly people. I went I to college with a lot of Philly, Philly people. Yeah. But a lot of ways, Philly is Keith Robinson. That's all I'm saying. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Have you had Keith on? Because I don't know if the people. No, it's gorgeous. Don't worry. Home. They yeah. agree. <laughs> it still works. Voss was here earlier. He mentioned him. <laughs> <laughs> so do, now, when it comes to racism, what do you think is better? People that are up front. And racist or quiet about up front, their own. always up front because yeah. then you can address it. Then you got to right. say, "Let me see your racist points. Maybe you have a point." Yeah, <laughs> we had, probably uh, don't. You know what? We had that. We had a racist guy call in that Sherrod actually like hugged it out with. Over I the think phone, we turned yeah. around. Because we actual, turned him. We turned that dude. But he was like prison racist. Like, he well, he wasn't stabbed. really racist. He was kind of like, oh, blacks need need to get out of here. But when you talk to a person like that, like one on one, I got hair. I got, I got blonde hair. All <laughs> <laughs> when you talk to a person one on one like that, it, you d- diffuse it, and then you get to hear the, hear the human side of him, the humanity. Yeah. And he's like, I'm I just said to the guy, you're not really like that. You just talk and being theatric. It was being theatrical, and he was like, "Yeah, I don't mean like that. I got black friends." And he even admitted, "I got black right. friends." It's like, then why are you talking like a fool? Then, then I'm it's sure it. your friends don't put up with this. I don't give your friends are black or white or Asian. No matter if you sound like a fool, they need to check you. Well, it deflated them kind. Of. It deflates people if you actually talk to that. The thing that happens now is uh, people, we're friends now. People wait for you to misspeak, and then uh, you go to Paula Dean Island, right? Right. That's the program now, <laughs> right? Yes. And there's no like you we're know, against that. When that Doug Dynasty guy. Uh, I don't know. We talked about that last time, but Fail. yeah, everybody, all the like the freak out about his dumb ideas, and I don't know a reporter is supposed to be objective, but the guy doing the interview, like if that had been me talking to him and he's bringing up all this Bible shit, I, I you know, I would have hashed. I love talking about that. I would have like yeah. hashed it out with him, and it would be something productive as opposed to, did you hear what this guy said? Exactly. Yeah. Shocking. It's shocking. That There's was a whole shocking. bunch of holding your mouth and pointing type of <laughs> media. Yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> millennials stink, dude. Millennials are like it's like an Asperger generation. That's what they do now. Well, I mean, 
mean, just this week, uh, Chelsea Handler was, right. uh, and even Ellen was considered anti-transvestite for a joke she did. About Liz Ma- at, Liza Minnelli? Yeah, uh-huh. the Liza oh, Minnelli. Right. The transvestites were furious, saying, you made her feel, sir, I don't know what the fuck they're mad about. Yeah, but, because they said that a man, she just made alluded that a man was being, uh, a man was dressed up I, as yeah, Liza Minnelli. It was, it was funny. funny. It was funny. Even if it was off color, it's like, and, nobody needs to protest over that. Yeah. Well, you know what? The Oscars, that, here's what the thing of the Oscars, you can't have any funny jokes on the Oscars. That is a, the most important blowjob of the year <laughs> for an actor and like any blowjob you don't want people cracking wise while you're trying to get a blowjob like any blowjob you got all dressed up <laughs> right. in a nice tuxedo right Liza Minnelli wore a nice tuxedo <laughs> and uh yeah like a nice bl- a blue pantsuit <laughs> <laughs> Liza got her feelings hurt from it. It did well, hurt her feelings. Everybody would. I mean, here's yeah. the thing. Yeah. You invited her to see her mother sung. You know, there was no reason to invite her and then fucking stick it to her. But, you and know, plus, Liza, pre- Liza yeah. said to her, and said about this, he said, I don't mind the joke. But after, she should have said, ah, it's my friend Liza Minnelli. Right. She should have played it out. She yeah. didn't do that. She just yeah. turned like it was a drunk person in the audience. And, and, yeah, and we actually, in my house, we were like, is that Liza Minnelli? Because you know how you can't always tell. Right, right. These, you know... <laughs> <laughs> so then, like, people caught on. But if you go back and watch that, her sister, Lorna Luff, was sitting next to her and just fucking falling out and pointing in the sister's face. Ah! Yeah, she loved you it. You look like a fucking dude! Ah, that's Simplex yeah. for you. <laughs> but we have, like, I joked that we're in a post-race war, but you, you don't even see black people getting mad at people now. Gays are number one, I think, for getting mad at people for oh what, yeah yeah for yeah. speech right. Well, I think yeah. it's I think yeah. it's white college girls are the number one you know boohoo uh, queefy blogger now for things. <laughs> uh-huh. I think that's yeah. the number one. They're like, up there. Like okay, can we all stop doing this? Okay, like that's all their <laughs> writings and like, and uh, it, you know, I, most people don't give a shit uh, like about that. I like the thing with, that, especially in the Oscars, when they get offended. They understand like there's all these like Joe lunchboxes at home who want to see all these Hollywood people taken down a notch, right? And they and they're not they they make it like it's a thing about trannies. It's not about that. It's it's like you're elite, and right. the people at home like seeing you get mocked a little bit, and right. these people can't take a joke. They just never can. Yeah. yeah. And it's how you slide with it. If you can slide with it, then everybody's going to go, like, he's a good dude. As soon as you look hurt, he's a good dude. As soon as you look hurt and you're yeah. like, you have crossed the line, it's um, immediately you seem not utterly not cool. Like, yeah. It's so easy <laughs> to. I, just, I don't know. I, I you know. I guess I've been told I'm ugly so goddamn much that uh, I have no... So you uh, got my e- emails. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know, I, it's hard Face for me horse. to imagine... <laughs> 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 it's hard for me to imagine a thing someone would say to me where I'd be like, I am outraged, sir. <laughs> you know, How like, dare you? I do yeah, declare. <laughs> nothing gives you that right. And I, and, I, and I always say that, and people go, easy for you to say. As a cisgendered <laughs> white male, of course yeah. it can roll off your back, but I, as you know, like I, I get that bullshit nonstop. Like, yeah, could take shit, I, people can take stuff if they want to. Yeah, yeah, it really is up to the way you handle it, no matter who you are. And they, and you know, they're bringing up today that kids uh, will get fucked with on Facebook and then they kill themselves, right? And we're going to stop people from saying, Why don't we just stop fucking kids from thinking that something said on Facebook is such a big fucking deal? Yeah, it's like it's fa- life or yeah. death. How is this so important to you when it didn't even exist 10 years ago? <laughs> right? <laughs> it's like, What? <laughs> How is that? 
That's really a generational thing, man. To think, it is to yeah. think like the internet's real, kind of. Yeah, a that's true. I go on Facebook and Twitter all the time. I never take it that seriously. And then you know, I use I'm, it like a hotel room or rent a car. Yeah, I do whatever I, I want on it. Trash it, <laughs> trash it. I wipe my ass with it. I write like yeah. I put crappy premises that go nowhere on it, yes. and, then, and then after I do that, I, I go. I'll be out, and then somebody wants to like talk about it. So like, oh, I saw what you're doing. I'm like, did you? Why are you bringing it up? <laughs> like, who gives a shit what I said on stupid Facebook? I'm on Facebook and not Twitter specifically to not have it be a big deal. Right. You right. know, it's not like Twitter is like the. I ultimate. love Twitter though. Twitter's my thing. I, I, to me, that's like a snitch network. Like Chairman Mao himself made <laughs> for the young to tattle on the old. You know, it like, is, don't be afraid to report your parents. It is the stuff that gets people in trouble. The most trouble, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, that was Chelsea's thing. Was uh, a she lot tweeted of people, out some racial yeah. uh, what did comments she say? during the Oscars? Well, whatever. It was a lot of missing, but first she said. Uh, <laughs> She said, uh, first, one of her tweet was, uh, congratulations to 12 years for winning the best picture Oscar. Then she put hashtag, you gone to be kidding me. But that's the name of her book. That's the name, that's even the name of her book is you gonna, but people don't know that, so people got outraged over that. That's, well, and then she said something else about something, uh, I forget the other tweet. The girl who won the Oscar for 12 years, she said, now Brad and Angelina are gonna adopt you. Which they thought it was racist, but they did adopt an African. Right. And American. the thing is, that was, a hack, that was a hack joke on Facebook the night she won. <laughs> yeah, I, I was, I, I'm mad more at Chelsea Handler for using that whack-ass Facebook joke. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 more than I am as a black man getting offended at that nonsense. A valid criticism is that's not funny or, at any time. That's fine with me. In fact, you're probably right if you're saying that to me. <laughs> probably got a good point. But the the idea, like, that is funny, but for political reasons, it's not funny. What, I'm ne- I cannot What made me it. angry, though, about Chelsea Handler, she came out on a Today Show, a GMA, and yeah. said that I can't be racist because I bang black dudes. <laughs> You, what? Wow. That was her comeback. Money. A lot of I them. Mean, what's you, what's mean, you think all the white girls I bang love black people? <laughs> <laughs> Not a chance in hell. <laughs> Do you think that's... Uh that's my big. That's my. Big, and plus, if you're yeah. a woman banging a black dude, that means that you you like black dudes. That don't mean you like black women. Oh, that's it means a good al- almost the contrary. Well, you want to take the black man away from the black me, woman. Tell me if this is a good because you know people like you can't understand the black experience if you're white. I think that I do totally understand. Well, it. you're more like Steve Martin in the Jerk, so you <laughs> <laughs> you sir are talking to. <laughs> oh, no, no. <laughs> but because uh, you know, like the Eagles, the symbol of America. But really, it should be like a, a white chick with big tits and a nice ass, right? And then like, so if you're black, like she fucks you, right? But she don't want to introduce. To her friends, right. she's married to a white guy, <laughs> and then you're like, what, "What are you gonna tell him about his baby?" And she's like, "Get in the dumpster, they're coming." Stuff you in a dumpster, and you're just a grown man in a dumpster. Like, did I just give this bitch rock and roll? And you know, it's like give being broken. rock and roll and hip hop. Yeah, it's like being brokenhearted, basically. Well, you know that this I, I don't think this study has ever really been done. But are you? Who do you think has slept? Have more white girls slept with black guys or more black guys? slept 
with For more white guys slept with black girls. Let me tell you yeah, why. Yeah. Light skinned black people. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's generational of stuff. That's generations of things going down. You mean consensually? Is that what yeah. you're talking about? Yeah, yeah. Okay. You're talking wow. about dating. Okay. But if, but if you were like, let's say you could go Asian, more white guys have slept with Asian women than Asian guys have slept with white women. You know what I mean? Like, we could go right. back I and give forth. Yeah, I give you that. I give you that. Now, what do you think with black guys? Black guys and Asian women, same exact thing, right? Right. More black guys slept with Asian women than Asian men slept with black girls. So Asian guys have got to fucking really look out for their chicks because yeah. everybody wants to taste. Everybody them. wants their chicks. Well, if they're in like America, you know, except for them I in mean, China because they yeah. give out away the to girls is, and keep right. the boys. There's <laughs> billions of Asian people, so they're clearly they are right. getting their own pussy at some point. <laughs> well, we, we've got to look at the melting pot here in America, yeah. though. Like yeah. Hispanic. Guys, and I think probably more black guys with Hispanic girls. Because it's, that, that's the location. You gonna yeah. bang whoever yeah. you're around. That is a location thing. You yeah. gonna bang whoever you're around. You. That's why I loved growing up in New York because I had everything here. Right. I gotta taste that from a young age. From 13, yeah. I had an Asian girlfriend, Puerto Rican, this, yeah, this, Italian. This city really has diversified my bang. <laughs> 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 Talk about a melting pot. How do I not have a disease? <laughs> Kurt Metzger and Sherrod Small in studio with us. You can hear their podcast, Race Wars. Also, both guys performing uh, t tomorrow night right. at The Stand. Oh, I forgot. So Sherrod's going to do two shows, 8 o'clock and 10 o'clock. Yes. Kurt's going to be there for the 10 o'clock show. And I'm, then... at the, I'm at the cellar, too, later. Oh, no, okay. The late show at the Comedy Cellar. The late show at yeah. the Comedy Cellar. I am. And then two shows back at The Stand on March 21st. Oh my goodness. What a busy week I have. <laughs> what a busy week of joke jokings. Oh, did you see the headline about uh, the most offensive headline about the Oscars? Mm -hmm. It was somewhere in Florida and the headline was uh, Slave Becomes Master. Oh, Slave Becomes Master. I saw that. And it was like, and, but here's the thing. Like, that was going to be the name of my first book too. But, <laughs> <laughs> but they got, like, I read it on Huff. Huff was the worst. But it was like, outrageous. It was something like, like I can't remember the words of like how you would be knocked over by the racism of this. <laughs> and then I look and I'm like, what is the... I mean, it's like, it stinks kind of, but what's the racist? What's the, first of all, that's rap lyrics. You can Google that right now. Somebody <laughs> rapped that like five, six, ten, ten years ago. <laughs> well, it's different, Sherrod. You know, it's called ownership. Yeah, fighting and, like um, a slave to become a master. <laughs> we don't know who wrote that. We know who the white man owned that newspaper, but we don't know who wrote that, <laughs> that article. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's true. The one they were thinking of going with was 12 Years a Slave Wins a Cotton Picking Oscar. <laughs> oh, my God. Now I'm, now I'm offended, <laughs> That turned me around. Yeah, well, they 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 got rid of that one. That's, I didn't know people even said cotton oh, picking. Oh, I miss it. Yeah, in Florida. Cotton Oh, that's uh, so classic. My film, 12 Years in the Late Spot, is coming out. <laughs> 12 Years in the Late Spot. Oh, man. Hey, Fitz, you said there was some other Oscar story that had you furious. Oh, yeah. So, everyone remember Bat Kid? Who took loved. over San Francisco, yeah. the cancer survivor. Yeah, right, right. loved Bat Kid. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bat Kid was supposed to present an Oscar. Oh, was what happened? Alive? Uh, yeah, he's oh. fine. Well, thank God. Who did he wear? <laughs> what do you mean? Bruce Wayne. What happened to Batkid? <laughs> so Batkid is goes to the Oscars. He's supposed to present with Andrew Garfield, the British kid who plays Spider-Man yeah, now. Right. Apparently, Andrew Garfield throws a fit, doesn't like his lines, says he won't do it, stomps out. 
Bat Kid, who's there with his family, doesn't get to be on the Oscar show. Really? Uh, yeah. You know, Andrew uh-huh. Garfield was the one that said Spider-Man should be gay. And the next one, like, he wait, is, he's nuts. He then, is gay. I got, well, that's a great point. First of all, but, <laughs> shoots jizz at fucking criminals. It's kind of gay. Uh, <laughs> 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 how, how, how can I gay solve this problem right now <laughs> with jizz? I'll be honest. As a straight guy, that's my solution to a lot of problems too. <laughs> Shooting jizz. Bad kids got to grow up. That's how life is, man. When he sometimes out, people you know, don't let you do what you want to do. But you remember that when he was uh, with Batman? Like they had a guy dressed like Batman. Uh-huh. And then he was Batman. I was looking at him. if I was a kid, I'd be like, "Can you be like I'm Batman right now? Like, can you beat an older guy also dressed like there's one Batman? <laughs> you want to dress like Robin and fulfill? It's like the, remember the underoos where there was the cool underoos that look like the costume, and right. then there'd be the underoos with just a picture of Spider-Man. Yeah. <laughs> Is that how Spider-Man goes out with a picture of his full body on his suit? Well, Jane Jonah Jameson had always said Spider-Man was a horrible person. In his newspapers. Yes. Yeah. Now, now I'm believing the press. He knows. <laughs> Spider-Man. <laughs> Jay Jonah was right. How did he... Uh, so he re- just walked out and said, I'm not doing it? He, he walked out. Remember Chris Evans, Captain America, came out and presented an Oscar? Right. That was supposed to be Bat-Kid's spot. Why, why, why can't you change? Yeah. Yeah. Did, let him take Bat-Kid. Yeah. There's like 20 superheroes there. Why don't, <laughs> I don't work for kids. Apparently when this thing with Spider-Man didn't work out, the Oscars just nixed the whole thing. But that's stupid. I'm blaming the Oscars. Let him walk out with Bill Murray. The place would have went great. Yeah. You know, they would have went off for that. They should have put him in somewhere. That ceremony was so dull... Bat Kid would have been the biggest Let pop of the night. Let him deliver the pizza. Been, Let him bring the pizza yeah. out. That would have been the night that made the Oscars right, instead so you, of uh, you know pizza being oh, delivered. You're blaming the Oscars. You don't blame uh, yeah. uh, Spider-Man. Oh, no, I'm, I'm blaming Spider-Man. I'm blaming the Oscars. <laughs> I feel hey. bad for you know a little Bat Kid leukemia kid. I, I think the too. Oscars did it. I think the Oscars was like, well, he stink. left. Lose the kid. I think yeah, also, that's what happened. I, but I, I want you to think: when you were five, did you know what the Oscars were? He didn't know where the fuck he was. Oscar no, yeah, Meyer. Yeah. <laughs> so I mean, that's made up that he even needed to be there. It's not like he had anything to do with the movies. Right. It was just like a cheap pop. Like, ladies and gentlemen, this kid's got cancer. Of course, everyone's going to go fucking crazy. Cancer let, kid? Let him, here? let him score a fucking fake touchdown like they do now. <laughs> <You know what>? <laughs> <laughs> Who's the ones on uh, on uh, that Ellen always has? Those two, those two little waterheads that dress like oh, princesses. Uh, yeah, Rosie and Sophia? Yes, Rosie like that. and Sophia. Yeah. Yes. That is the worst. That, that horseshit of like, you're just great being you that they're telling I, kids. I no, you're not, kids. I don't think they're special needs. No, no. well, but they treat them. They're just them. British. It got so far. Now it's so far like pathetic. Now that's how you treat everyone is special need. Like everyone right. gets a prize. That's what that shit. I just yeah. saw Steve Harvey. I was watching Taxi TV. This is like, and this is also like a racial kind of thing. Here we go. But Steve Harvey. He had this little girl on on his his daytime show, right? This right. little black girl. And he goes, "What are you gonna do for us, honey?" She goes, "I'm gonna tap dance." And everybody's like, "Oh, she was adorable." And she was awful. And she was. Terrible. Horrendous. I know you. And then they cut to all these like old white ladies, and they're all like, "Oh, like she's she's just like cute. That's the whole thing." Like. She, yeah. <laughs> I gotta be honest, I'm used Temple. to a black kid that can actually dance. Yes. And, uh, 
she's just gonna come out and stomp around like, <laughs> like two dumb. And like she was on Bethany too. This is, she was making a rouse, this it's, girl. Because it's almost like a, it's almost like a kind of a quality. Because there's two dippy white girls can stomp around like idiots. So like, of course mm-hmm. it's black. But well, I'm, I grew up like if you saw a five year old black kid, they were like better than an adult. Yes, it's like <laughs> I'm about to see some five, six, seven, eight right here. But we've come that far that black kids don't have to have skills no more. <laughs> finally, we finally made it like Dr. King wanted. I don't even think Ben Vereen could tap dance that good. Tap dancing is just an odd thing. He was yeah. okay. He wasn't one of the best. He wasn't like Savion Glover or uh-huh. or who else? The guy with the tap feet. <laughs> the guy with tap feet. <laughs> they would come in with those little metal pieces. Gregory Hines. Yeah. Oh yeah. God bless Gregor, his soul. Yeah, he was great. He was amazing. He was a triple, the quadruple threat. Yeah. He did everything. He's it's in all annoying. Those good movies with uh, what's that movie with Billy Crystal where they're the cops? Oh yeah, something buddies, something partners. Yeah. What the hell was what it? Was Nike it? West, which is like the smallest fucking place in the world. <laughs> like I don't know. I mean, if you couldn't solve a, a crime within fifteen minutes in Key West, the guy already left. Yeah. White you know Knights? I mean? Was it the White Knights? No, White Knights was in Russia. Oh, that's that was Barishnikov. Gregory right. Knights and Barishnikov. Yeah. Gregory Hines and yeah. Barishnikov. And Barishnikov yeah. like like pirouetted off the Berlin Wall. Didn't he have to like ballet jump? It came over the down wall? to that. Yeah, he came down to a skill. Use your skills against the Russians. <laughs> this was, this was at, uh, starring Billy Crystal and Gregory Hines. Running scared. Yes. Running scared. Yes. Scared. They were in the long john pants with the guns. That's yeah. the one. Yeah. 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 And I think they were yeah. like days away from retiring or something. They were all just their outfits in yeah. the beginning are great. Like the the man wearing a half shirt and short shorts and being. Mm. Oh yes. Still. A nice Bruce Jenner was still in full effect. That <laughs> 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 was. Um, Billy Crystal's, he had that from Harry Met Sally to City Slickers' career. Everything yeah. he did was just about in that shot. He would do a yeah. lot of stuff. He yeah. could, he was almost Tom Hanks. Yeah. Almost yeah. got over the yeah. Tom yeah. Hanks thing. How did but Tom what was Hanks it? become Tom Hanks? I think Tom Hanks had a little more fuckable in him. Mm. A little more fuckable. See, Even I, when Harry met Sally, no chick was like this. That Billy Crystal can get a piece. Right. Nobody said that. Yeah, Tom, <laughs> yeah. And then he always brags about marrying the girl, first girl he fucked, too. Like, yeah. when Billy Crystal's on TV, he's like, I've, oh, she's my high school girlfriend. I consider that yeah. halfway to being gay. Yeah, yeah. me too. <laughs> it's marrying your It is. Planting your flag and your beard. <laughs> it's about as close to as being gay as you can. You bearded up early. <laughs> it's the Jay Leno effect, they call it. <laughs> See, now, I think where Tom Hanks came from, I think he jumped in because Bill Murray couldn't do all the movies. You know, because he, if you go back and look at him, he kind of was, his early movies he was doing Bill Murray. Right. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. He was that character, wacky, the Bill yeah. Murray, that, like... Yeah. Now, was he, was yeah. Tom Hanks and Michael Keaton running Just about the same neck? time. Yeah. Just about the same time, I think what fucked Michael Keaton up was getting Batman. Yeah. That yeah. Like, took yeah. him away from everything else. back. After yeah, that he's second great, one. man. Every time he comes back, I think he's like, terrific. New Pussy wasn't a winner either, though. No, no, <laughs> no he, he ran into some trouble. But remember, it was like night something, like night shift. Night shift was yeah. It. Oh, that's a that, great. That movie. was really yeah. And that was yes. his first movie. Oh, yeah, night shift. I mean, this guy, was... like this guy's fucking great. What about the newspaper one? That's. Oh, that was one of my yeah. favorite movies. What's the one? He's crazy. Movie. A couch trip or something. The Dream Team. Yeah, yeah. Dream, the dream, dream Team. team. Yeah, that yeah. was a good movie too. Yeah, they're, they're he all... had like Batman, the Dream Team, and then something where his wife was an alcoholic. I think. Right. All like in no, the same you, couple of years. The, You're confused. The he paper played an alcoholic. Was the, oh, my okay. wife was an alcoholic. Was Andy Garcia? Marissa Tomei uh, played his wife in the paper, the newspaper movie. Yeah. 
I think it was just called The Paper. The Paper. That was a great movie. Yeah. Wasn't yeah. Ron Howard? Ron Howard directed yeah. that, yeah. That Ron Howard also directed Night Shift, his first fucking film. I always thought that a TV show would take on a, a newspaper, like I'd be on a TV show, like an hour-long yeah. drama. But I guess newspapers are dying now, so that's a dead L- issue. The Lou Grant show used to be about right. a yeah. newspaper. Right. I don't think there's ever been another one, though, right? That was a long gap. No, I don't gap. think so. No. I wonder why. That's a long gap and a lot of material. You can talk about anything on a newspaper show. <laughs> and now you don't even know people who work on newspapers. Like, you don't even know the name of... You know like, what? I did, and now they work for online yeah. things. Yeah. And they used to work for newspapers. Yeah. Isn't that I weird? Know, we, I, there's a guy from New York Times, uh, Jason Zinneman. I know him. He writes yeah. like comedy parts. Yeah. Well, you're still going to have... Like, the Times is still there. But it's like every town used to have some famous people right. who yeah. wrote columns, whether it was sports or what's happening locally or there would always be like this two-fisted guy that would be writing about how bad the cops are. Right. Every town had <laughs> this guy like the hell with this. This town's turning to shit. Randy Quaid was that guy too in the paper. Was oh movie. yeah. He got shot. Remember he shot Glenn Close? Yeah. What happened to Randy Quaid now? Remember he, he started just Hollywood? Running from aliens. Yeah, he got nuts. He ran the Canada because he said people was trying to kill him. Yeah. Um. Maybe. <laughs> Here's uh, Greg Jersey. How you doing, buddy? Pretty good. Uh, so that movie, The Paper, was filmed in uh, your favorite building, the Amstonia on the Upper West Side. Oh. Is that right? That's nice. That's right. Is I saw the outside of the building in the movie. I haven't seen The Paper. It's a good movie. Uh, we got to go watch it after the show tonight. It's classic. <laughs> it's classic. Uh, it just feels like a New York movie. That just makes me feel like New York City. It's... Um, do you think there's ever been as many movies shot in any city as New York? No. I mean, it's just constant. How many movies are right. shot somewhere else? It's like fake New York. Those are like, there's a lot. Yeah. Where they just shoot in like Toronto or something. And it's I know to be that New York. Jackie Chan did like, uh, no, not Jackie Chan. Rumble in the Bronx? Yeah, Rumble in the that Bronx. That was the worst. That was in LA or somewhere? He, well, I think it was even like Vancouver. Vancouver, <laughs> that's right. In the Bronx, you <laughs> just see the Rocky Mountains. You in see the, the mountains in the distance. <laughs> I'm like, what Bronx is this? <laughs> I was Jet it was Jackie Chan. Chan. It was Jackie Chan. I think he had a cast on, painted like a sneaker. Yeah, because he, he got injured halfway through the movie. He had to paint a, his one of his uh, cast like a sneaker. On I his love, foot. dude. The best thing about him was like his whole thing is he does his own stunts, and eventually he's like, "Why the fuck am I doing my own? This is the <laughs> stupidest thing. There's no reason for me to be doing my own stunts." Only for the first one or two movies to get people impressed, then just lie to us. But what do you think it is about like a rom com that it has to be? In New York, or maybe then they'll put it in Chicago. Because it's don't. for girls, and girls' yeah. dreams. This is, my girl is telling me about this, like yeah. Sex in the City, which I always thought was just about these rich bitches that it's I about despise. the city, mostly. It, it was for girls like that. It's There's that city dream of, like, you're going to go to the city and do it all, you know? Have your architecture career and Mr. Big and be rich. And, and that's like, so rom-coms are like a chick fantasy, and that's a big... Like fantasy, you know, like getting to this big city, right? And like making it and all that. So there's a million things like that. Well, I wonder why, like, no chicks dream of I don't know Raleigh, North Carolina. I mean, you know what I mean? Like, there's not a if Prince like, Charming was there. Yeah, yeah, but you would think like, yeah. oh, they fell in love in St. Louis. They, I mean, they look at this big metropolis. People get uh, fixated by that. And plus, even like with Sex in the City, their the last movie they had when they went to Mumbai or some yeah. was the worst rated movie because they took out the best actor in the movie, New York City. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, those, yeah. You why, need the why, city. 
what are uh, like guy because guy fantasies are like explosions and shit, right? Like I'm gonna, yeah. I'm gonna have to take something down with with karate. Some type of boob situation. I'm gonna have to use my martial arts to take down the man who killed my something. <laughs> yeah, it's like a completely different. Like it's just from the time you're a kid. Like girl toys suck. They're like you know you got to fantasize about like life shit. <laughs> and your my toys like I'm a you know, they have the fat Barbies and they're like yeah. what kind of role model is this for? I'm like you have to use your toys as role models. <laughs> exactly. I have like a robot. I had a an Optimus Prime. I never asked him if I was fat. I, I just made him suck Starscream's dick like a normal child. <laughs> I didn't fucking like. I, I don't know, you know, and I don't know how much of that is like program because to some degree I do believe some of that feminist thing of there's a programming going on. Yeah. But I don't know how much of that is like girls on their own. We had, we were talking on the podcast because some girls want that crap on their own, and some girls like I want boy toys. Like he said, his his daughter. My daughter likes boy she toys. She don't want girl toys. I go to McDonald's. She's like, don't give me the girl stuff. She like the, the yeah. boy toys. Seems like is is a better toy. Yeah, you see the girl thing is like, what is this a brush? <laughs> well, you know, I mean, the reality of it is, the best toy ever is a ball. You know what I mean? And now girls play sports at a really high level, exactly. much higher than they were just a couple decades, yeah, yeah. decades ago. Yeah. Like we could, there's plenty of women that could just whip our ass at basketball yeah, right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. Oh, sure. yeah. It used to be like any four guys would get together and beat and any then, four yeah, women. Yeah, yes, yeah. they dominate. <laughs> yeah. you know? And now you start to watch like the March Madness for girls. And yeah. You start to watch that game, and all of a sudden you're like, "I've had this on for three fucking quarters now. I want to see. <laughs> yeah. I want to see what happens here." Yeah, because yeah. we like watching uh, people who are better than us play. Yeah. So now it's a lot of girls that's better than us. Yeah. So it's worth it's worth watching some of these things. A lot of big bitches now too. Sometimes I watch it on mute though, <laughs> just to the get hormones my... in the milk. <laughs> Those hormones in the milk are growing them out. You know, when you're, you're bringing up like the girls' fantasy, why do you think like, I'll never turn off a gangster? Right. Movie of any kind. Exactly. exactly. Any kind. Halfway through, it could be on halfway through, like Casino was on. It's like three quarters yeah. through. My girl's like, I don't want to watch part of a show, a movie, but I'll put that on any moment that yeah. it's on and leave it on. I, yeah, 100%. What is it about dudes, though? Why do we stop on that? Because they need you to do war. Like, I mean, look, all these fantasy things are like... Like them breading in our heads? Yeah, well, it's probably both, man, right? You, first of all, men, your role is you got to be meat for the machine. That's your ultimate goal in life. <laughs> that's like, what you want to be. I, I mean, you know, that's what you fantasize. So, all, like, I didn't like balls. I like toy guns. That was my favorite yeah. toys. Was uh -huh. anything, yeah. like, violent? It was what I wanted to play with. Yeah. So that's how the Jehovah's raised you, huh? Yeah, but I remember I naturally liked that. Like, you know, I don't know that I was programmed like that. I remember I just gravitated towards anything with like a sword. Yeah. Or gun. <laughs> I was like, oh, I, wanna, then, I like that. Man. Now, now you watch any movie that has it, right? I romance, dude. And even uh, who's talking? Oh, Thomas. You know Thomas Dale? Yeah. I want to suck your dick up. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but me and him were talking about like even like in ro romance, like straight romance movies are too gay. Like I can't. That's too gay to just watch a straight romance for me. I got. How about Brokeback? That's like yeah. It, listen, I could watch. <laughs> did I bring this up last time? Like like Pulp Fiction, right? When that guy Ving Rhames gets raped. Yeah. Right. My man, I've seen that like at least seven times. I'd see, I've seen the movie two times. I've seen that. <laughs> I've seen that. <laughs> I, I Go sat back through, watch that spot. Yeah, I've sat through like Oz. Every show where like a man's <laughs> raping another man. Right. I didn't unflinchingly was like watch that scene. Right. But if God forbid Ving Rhames on his back with like candles and they're looking at each other's eyes, I would like, get this gay shit off. <laughs> get it out of my... At least punch him in the ribs. Be a 
But uh, yes. I'm telling you, that's how. I, that's that's like a, I, I think that's how, But that's like a mean. That's how guys think uh, See, around I, the world. That's how I think Fez just used the thing. Like how progressive. Like you're not allowed to say that. But the reality of it is, if you think it, you know what I mean. You I should say, say that's it. right. I'm just telling you, yeah. my instincts are that. Like, and if you look in the Middle East, where all these guys fuck each other nonstop, but mm-hmm. you're not supposed to be gay, right? Officially, right. you can't be yeah. gay. You but get put all, to death because it's right. the gay part is loving the guy. That's right. the illicit right. part. Gay part. Right. And that's like, and so everybody, like, we're all not on board of what gay is for some right. reason. Right. So you go to prison, suddenly you're not gay because you're the the pitcher, right? Right. And, and so there's like a whole little it, double standard. It, yeah. Your, your yeah. point is it's not gay if you're humiliating the other person. That's it's, it. Because it's not about love. It's yeah. like, a, you know, it's like how they say rape's about power. It's not right. about... It, it, right. It's it true. Is. It is. It's like a weird power trip. Yeah, when I hear like a guy uh, rape a dude in prison, I don't first think the dude who raped him is gay. No one like, even, no even considers like, themselves gay there right, either. Right. I, that guy sounds pretty tough. I hope I don't have to. <laughs> <laughs> sounds like a real man's man yeah. to me. How about how often like we wish that on be like, oh, he got busted. Good. Bubba's gonna have you Isn't, up the ass. Dude, yeah. I just cheer yeah. on. Yeah. I just said yeah. because law, and we don't think Bubba's gay. No. We think Bubba's doing a justice did, for yeah. us. Law and Order SVU. Did you see the last episode? No. Which was my favorite, where they had a uh, rape joke comic Josh Galloway, played by the kid from Weekend. Bur- or, uh, Jonathan yeah. Silverman from Weekend at Bernie's because it's re- a rip from today's headlines. So his comedy causes a rape to almost happen. I'm not bullshitting you. <laughs> okay. It turns out he's also a rapist. It's like nothing like reality. Like a rapist. <laughs> I'm sure a rapist, by the way, amazing writing on where I'm sure a rapist would take the perfect cover of Rape Joke Comic. To hi- it's just the stupidest. As a rapist. Meanwhile, this this moralizing horseshit, uh. Law and Order SVU is is. T- titillating people. It's porno for old people that yeah. don't want real porno. Yeah. Yeah. They, and so they can get titillated by a little... It's yeah. like old people like, what'd she say, mother? It's like, she said she was sodomized, Walter. <laughs> like, what? Wait, what did, what'd you say? What? Sodomy! Oh! And then they just hold hands, you know? So the fucking, uh... What was it? What did you say first? I, I brought this whole thing up about... Oh! The, the, so Nothing. It's, we were talking oh, about this. No, no, they're, oh, no, this came out of nowhere. I swear this ties in. <laughs> so the whole moralizing about telling a rape joke, right? The, the, this show, every episode, fucking, uh, what's her name? Uh, who's Mar- the handsome woman who's the detective? Oh, uh, yeah. Mariska Hargitay. Mar- Mariska she threatens this. Uh, you know what they do to guys like you in prison, don't It's perfectly fine to use rape to get a guy to talk. Right. Not, no you, no like, issue with that. But <laughs> God weird. forbid a shitty joke, uh, some shitty crowd work. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Sorry. What, what would the SVU team do without the threat of rape to make a guy spill his gun? They need rape. Episode. The SVU team needs rape to solve rapes. <laughs> yeah. Like, every society loves it. I don't even know why they talk about Africa with corrective raping. We have that. We do that. We do that. It's true. When Sandusky got convicted, Whoa. Twitter was every other celebrity. Don't worry, he'll get the, what he deserves. Yeah, getting yeah. the hope he finds the kind of love he desires right. in prison. And you can't just use rape when you need rape. Rape's yeah. going to be there when rape needs to be there. So what we're saying, the greatest punishment known to Manfez is gay sex. Yes, that's, that's the greatest punishment, punishment to uh, sex. Let me, uh, and the greatest yeah. crime is the love yeah. if it yeah. shows let up. Let me amend that. It's uh, receptive gay sex. Right. Not obviously a guy's got to do what a guy's got to do. Let's say if a woman murders someone, we'll never go, well, she's going to take it in the fucking vagina you know for what she's, she's going to get. Right. Yeah. Nobody, you she's going to get her pussy eaten. And she, yeah. Look at her. Her pussy's gonna get eaten upstate. That'll show up. Yeah. 
Because we still can't fathom what it is lesbians do exactly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. To this day. They're going to scissor no cut. Fully scissor knows. something. They're going to scissor it. What do you do with those two fucking shellfish? You just mush them up and... Well, if she don't like the scissor, I hope justice gets his way with her. <laughs> There's a thing called hands and broomsticks, buddy. This, yeah. Sherrod Smalls here. He is performing at The Stand tomorrow night. Two shows, 8 o'clock and 10 o'clock Friday night. Look for him on VH1's Best Week Ever. And he's here with the uh, with Kurt Metzger, who they do Race Wars together. That's right. Kurt's at The Stand tomorrow night for the 10 o'clock show, and then two shows on March 21st. Well, yeah. you said he's here with the... Uh, and I'm like, is Kurt going to get a... a like? Some kind of validation from you. I, I didn't know when you was when the, the guy. He does the podcast. Well, I, thought, I thought you were going to say like the funniest man alive. Oh. I thought you had something. He basically for said sensational. He yeah. called me a catcher of the yeah. podcast. I was wondering where, and I'm like, oh, this is going to be interesting. He's going off. You were off topic there for a second. Yeah, and then you pulled yourself back. Is that by the way that thing about the love part? Is that new? Is that new to you? Like when I say that, is that your, is, you've heard that before, right? Or is that I the first person to say that that straight guys that, are turned off by the love part of gay sex and not the actual sex. I I think straight guys are turned off by. I think they're horrified by any of it, right. whether it's a kiss or anal. Well, I think they say they're horrified by uh, it. You know, I think they're more intrigued. I think, yeah. You know what? I not, think they're horrified by the love. This is what I really think. And then the the other part, they're kind of intrigued by. Do you know what I mean? Like they might not say it, but how many DL? I mean, that's what's like. That's, oh, it's that's, a bunch of DL. That's how black, yeah. black women low, have AIDS, brothers. you know, because right. the DL. It's not the government because the government had a part in it. What trying to help these people who can't be helped? <laughs> I mean, we've all we've all heard about fucking sailors before. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. So, under a certain circumstance, a guy is willing to say, "I'll take the fucking gay That's thing the off thing. the table." It's and I, and I always think about I'm like, what? How much prison time would it take? Yeah. Not not before well, I get combat. Or, well, combat. But see, here's You'd be the surprised, thing. my man. There's oh, a yeah, lot of homosexual be... activity going on in combat. Definitely, you know, if you're going I, out in the fields, you think this might be your last day on Earth? You don't. I'm I think, run high. I think there is. I just am like, I, I'm supr- like, uh, I would say you were gay already when you went out, you know? not like, Would you? Yeah. Like, you mean you for going you... into the service is a gay thing to you? No, wow, that really is pretty far from where I was going. With that. <laughs> no, 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 I'm saying like I'm sure it's gay, but the guys were already gay when they went. I, I don't think it's like prison where you're like you're in the army. Like I just got a fucking dude. I can't. So you don't this. think they have a blanket party in the army? They throw the blanket over your cot and hold you down uh, and bang you in your butt. You don't think that happens? Because that happens. Yeah, but not as much as prison is what I'm saying. Of oh no, course, no, no nothing as everywhere. much as prison. That might happen on this radio yeah, show. You but, never know. But here's Will the thing: <laughs> like if you, I was just watching Full Metal Jacket. Yeah, and the first fucking half of that he's just talking about reach arounds and fucking yeah. in the ass and I will scope like, yeah. and you're like wow there's a lot of homoerotic talk yeah. in the military oh but anywhere like manly anywhere yeah. manly but Shelby yeah. stand up for a second like just stand up so everybody can get a look at you stand up because obviously <laughs> yeah I hit that uh, yeah, yeah. See? <laughs> under any circumstances we all in this room yeah He's yeah, asking nice pose. for it. He posed for yeah, us. Wow, <laughs> Shelby is right out of central casting. But we'd as all be able to hold up for a long time if it was just the four of us. But if there was a kid like Shelby around, it would probably only take. Like yeah. if there was a cave in, you know what I mean? Like yeah. it wouldn't Shelby take his. Well, he would right. first. He'd be hours. keeping the cave straight and clean and tidy right. like the woman. <laughs> yeah. And then I would have my way with him. Yeah. <laughs> if, I went to, yeah. if I went to prison, there'd probably be some sort of draft. 
like like a lottery to that, who, no, who that voice, right. that voice is yeah. the lottery. I gotta put my penis where that voice is. That is a gorgeous voice. I forgot Shelby has a gorgeous voice. What yeah. a beautiful voice. That's well, never would, been said before. If it wouldn't oh. be a lottery, it would just be toughest guy would get you first. You know what I mean? And then he'd keep you protective, so you would probably like be a little bit wise ass to the rest of us. When I walk around, you gotta put your fingers through my belt loops. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hold Shelby, <laughs> come here, comb my chest hair. But sooner or later, he would decide he wanted some fucking weed or PCP, and he'd rat uh, your ass out. Hey, you a junkie? <laughs> hey, I heard, Anybody, you, yeah. heard you got Shelby Ramirez. That's, uh, that's pretty... Congratulations. I, I, I Anybody come you. at you yet? <laughs> <laughs> I'd be like, you mind if I take Shelby down for a shower? Probably only be 10 minutes. <laughs> Anybody coming to you yet? Uh, yeah, Shelby will be definitely a, a treat in the, in See, the house. See, that's your worst thing. You wish you were Shelby. Oh yeah, yeah. With the <laughs> yeah, I get rejected when yeah. I with the times that I do try to go out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You got to have that young boyish look. Yeah. Look at that. Uh -huh. You know what? Yeah. Shelby kind of looks down into the side in kind of a coquettish way. That <laughs> I must say sure. gets me thinking. Uh, yeah. But isn't that weird? Here you are. You're the gay guy, and no one ever does yeah, gay no jokes one, about you. Yeah, no, no one ever comes in and says, oh, yeah, yeah, look at that guy. No. Like they do for Shelby. Well, because he's got and a boyish... Shelby doesn't want it. No, he, he screams. His body screams it, though. <laughs> you know why, Fez? And the main reason is you look like the quarterback coach in Heaven Can Wait. It's not... <laughs> <laughs> and that's an unsexy look. Yes. I'm living a bizarro world, then. Um, what a great character actor. Yeah. I need a woman. Like a Shelby oh, type. Nailed it. Sharon Small in studio here <laughs> performing oh, at The man. Stand. Tomorrow night, two shows, 8 o'clock and 10 o'clock. Best week ever on VH1 on Friday night. And Race Wars with Kurt Metzer, who's here performing at The Stand tomorrow night at the 10 o'clock show. And then two shows on the 21st. We have Artie Lane coming on the show on Race Wars oh, on Saturday. Oh, that's nice. great, yeah. man. That's yeah. great. It's a big get. That is a big, big back. get. Yeah. Taylor Negron. Oh, Taylor Negron is going to be back uh, on too. No, I, I would actually say, because most comedians are really honest, but I think if we gave out a reward, Artie would have to get most honest. Because oh, yeah. his, his last book went so fucking far with the honesty. Yeah. I couldn't believe it. I haven't yeah. read it yet. I read the old I didn't read the, the, the last book oh. either. Yeah. It's, there's parts of it are so fucking depressing. Yeah. Yeah, there's something like he's, he's put everything out there. Everything. Wow. He's I mean, a bold, brave yeah. son of a bitch. I love him. You really should. Like, if you have kids that you don't want to drink and do drugs, you should force them to read Artie's book. You know, just to show yeah, yeah. you where that darkness can take you. Can take you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, he did. It. He did a Harry Carey, like the actual. Like, oh yeah. yeah. I mean, that's a, he did a, a samurai. Yeah. Fucking. He's like the nicest person too. That's why I He's love him. He's the right? sweetest so, fucking man you'll yeah, ever meet. I can't, wait, I cannot wait to. Yeah, well, the reason we got him on is because he was giving. He offered me a ride home, which is out of his way. Like He's late after this body, he just wanted to give me a lift. He's a nice dude. Yeah, sounds like I was about to be molested, doesn't it? It does. <laughs> he me a ride. Uh, and then he said that we could go look at the stadium at night, <laughs> and he would show me where the football players practice. <laughs> Thank you guys for being here. Kurt Metzger, Sherrod uh, Small, yes. performing tomorrow night at The Stand, and also Race Wars on StandUpNYLabs.com. Yep.
Appreciate it, guys. Thanks for yeah, having us, man. That flew. It's yeah, it did fly by. An hour went by like a shot. Oh, I'm guest hosting Red Eye tonight on Fox News. Guest oh, okay. hosting. Yeah, I'm it. guest hosting. This is my wow. second time guest hosting. Wow, that's really cool. That's right. I'll Tuesday definitely night. be watching. Will you that. please wear Greg Gutfeld glasses <laughs> on the tip of your nose? <laughs> oh, I forgot to say this. I'm going to be with uh, interviewing Queen tonight. I didn't plug that once. They. What what time and where is that, Fez? That's uh, Queen and Adam Lambert together. Nice. Live new tour. Un- new yeah, tour. the new tour just got announced this morning. Live and unscripted with Ron Bennington. That's tonight at 6 p.m. Eastern on Classic Vinyl Channel 26. Nice. Lambert has a great voice. I'm telling you, that boy blows. Oh, yeah, he can sing. Did he have to come out of the closet or did everybody know without him announcing? He came I don't out. After Idol was over. Right. Like, oh, after it was yeah. over. Yeah, he confirmed it after Idol was over. That's right. As he was wearing his mascara and clutching his, uh, his yeah. brooch, he said, yes, I am gay. I had an inkling, <laughs> but uh, he confirmed it. Aha! <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> uh-huh. Those giant, those giant uh, high heels you were wearing. Yeah, there was no sort of gotcha interview. No. There. Right. He was wearing pearls when he said it. Yeah, it's not like when there was the Burt Reynolds fucking rumors back in the day. All right, guys, thank you so much. Thank you. See you both again soon. All right. Definitely. Uh, that's the end of my show. Excellent. <laughs> Up to the skies. Things like that drive me out of my mind. You know what you've been doing? You've been listening to The Ron and Fez Show. It's now over, but don't worry. You can listen again and again on Sirius XM On Demand. Go to SiriusXM.com slash On Demand. Listen to Ron and Fez whenever you want. Go to SiriusXM.com slash On Demand.